you know, when Thanos is like <laughs> on his thing and he's like, now I can rest. Yeah, now I can rest. <laughs> like that's exactly how I felt after I hit the, the five plates. Yeah. And um, like, I didn't want to be that complacent though. So like, you know, something like just lit a fire under me and like to get back at yeah. it. But that you need those low to, to get that fire. Exactly. Right? It's so like, crazy. If you you're, need- if you're already on the fire, then like you don't know anything better than this, yeah. but you only know the fire because of the lower parts of it. It yeah. literally creates it. Yeah. Like it's like good and bad. Like yeah. we wouldn't know what's good or what's bad unless there was both of them. There was you know? both of them. Like, it wouldn't make like you wouldn't have any reference to it exactly. as what which one is which, right? Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sound One Four Podcast. I'm here with David Reyes. That's how you pronounce your name. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. David Reyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how's it going, bro? Good, man. I mean, um, just great to be here. Excited about yeah. this little podcast coming out. And, I know, you know, first time for you doing any, any kind of podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's always fun to to be like the the first time for something, right? It's like exciting, but also nervous. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. it's like a mixed mixed bag, but it's gonna be fun. Uh, we were just talking about the social media world, right? And how you're trying to get into it, involved and all the content and it it is when you talked about it it reminded me of the first time when i tried posting and and it was it it was a weird experience because you're not as a consumer you're not used to the posting aspect of having to get content and try to hook people in and you're not aware of that at all but as you start posting more and more and that's what i realized is you're not going to be good when you start yeah for like sure. with anything. For sure. And we expect that we had to get results right away and we need immediate results. And it's it's never that way. Like in order to get the results you want, it's it's going to take way longer than you think. And I'm glad it is because when I look back at the content I used to post like two years ago, it's absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even watch that today. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I had to post that. I had to create that because that's what uh, led me to get better at even creating and editing so that the content today actually works, you know? Yeah. But if sure. you don't try it all, then you'll never grow at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like uh, me and my buddies are trying to get into like the gym um, content right now. And like you said, um, one of my buddies, he's he's so focused on like, man, what what's going to blow up next? You know, what, what trend do we have to hop on? Like, who do yeah. we have to call out? I'm like, man, like, <laughs> you know, like as long as you're putting good content out there and it's like relatable and we're getting like 1% better um, or like, you know, better every video, then it's gonna, it's gonna work out. You know, I think it was, um, I forget who it was, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast talked about when he first started posting videos, it was like terrible. It was actually, it was absolutely (laughs) like trash, but that it has to be consistent. And the consistency part of it is the main part because you go ahead and you you do something better in this video than you did the last video or better in this podcast than you did the last podcast. Exactly. And you learn from your mistakes and you it turns into something that's pretty like it's like art. Um, like it just get it's like you practice, 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 yeah. like a sport or something like that. Because you're you not doing it for it. the the result. You're doing it for the journey, the process. Yeah, itself. exactly. Exactly. And that's where your like true authentic self comes out, because I think people can tell when you're doing it for views, like, or when you're doing it for some other reason yeah, yeah. that isn't you, you know? And the moment I realized that it clicked for me and everything started to like 
actually get better. Like my content got better. The, the podcast got better. Everything was working is the moment I realized instead of going after the result, just work on this right now. Like right now, just focus on whatever you want to improve and the result will come by itself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I do hear that too with like gym content because of the fact that, well, it's like, okay, you're recording your lifts or like, you know, you want to be motivational to someone or to anyone out there. Um, but you kind of get that feeling of like, man, am I just doing this just to record it or yeah. am I doing it because I want to do this, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I don't like getting caught in the, oh, I, I have to do this to make this like, no, I'm doing this because I have a good time doing it. Mm. You know, this is what I do on a daily basis. And I just want to share like, you know, this, you know, part of my life with the world and be like, oh, like you guys can do it too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty that, fun. You that's, know? So you just started <clears throat> posting it right, uh, yeah, recently? Recently. Yeah. Because people were like, oh man, like you're doing crazy. I mean, I guess like seeing the stuff, like it is yeah, pretty yeah. impressive. I, mean, I, I recently watched that video uh, with Bradley Martin and you and seeing you lift that much weight was like mind blowing. Like everybody in that gym <laughs> went crazy. I was, I was, I was going crazy watching it. Like, <laughs> fuck, it, It's insane. And I, I want to talk more about that because I want to uncover like more of your story on, on what, what inspired you to go, to go and this keep going. Way. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Into the fitness realm and, and not just fitness, to just maintain your body, but yeah, yeah. to lift as, as heavy as, as you heavy. do. So I want to say it started about two years ago. So I'm 22. Mm -hmm. um, when I was 20 years old, you know, COVID, it was 2020. COVID was like, you know, rampant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Everybody was Everyone down. was home, locked yeah. down. And I found myself getting comfortable. Um, and it was like, I feel like everyone had that, that, oh man, like we're staying home. We can't really go out anywhere. We're going to yeah. stay home. And we're just going to be comfortable in our homes. And mm -hmm. um, the whole, I feel like the gym um, content started, you know, blowing up around that time too. Yeah. Because people were like, oh, well, like you could still do at-home workouts. And people were on their phones more, watching more like content about just anything and everything. Um, so I started, you know, seeing on TikTok. Um, even back then, I think that's when it barely started. Um, this gym yeah, it stuff. Yeah, did. It, pretty much around that time. Yeah, around that time is like when it's like, okay, more more users. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get more. We're going to blow this app up. Yeah. Um, but I went ahead and, you know, was like, oh, I got with my cousin. Because, you know, during COVID, you're not just going to go randomly <laughs> yeah. to the gym with like <laughs> yeah. a friend because you don't know. Like, and most of the gyms were like, were closed, closed too. Like exactly, it wasn't yeah. even open. It wasn't open. And we started, Um, I had like a gym in my garage. So it was like an at-home yeah. gym. And we started there. Um, just like lifting and he's like a bigger guy. So I weighed probably like 310 at the uh -huh. time because we're just at home and we're just built uh, big in general from like kids and we're just at home just eating. Yeah. <laughs> not doing anything, not, not, doing not moving anything. around. Exactly. Yeah. There's no like sports we were doing or anything yeah. like that. And the thing, the bad thing for me was I used to play football. So uh -huh. like football was like super intense when it came to training, Yeah, especially like uh, college football that I was playing. And it was super intense um, and so I'd have to eat so much yeah. and I was used to them. Like they wanted me to bulk up and I was so used to like, you know, just eating, 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 yeah, eating. Yeah. And, and then that like, was okay. Training. That was okay. If you did the activity exactly. to match it, but exactly. now you're eating the same without doing and, anything. Yeah, exactly. I was eating the <laughs> same, not doing anything. I feel like people have this problem when they're transitioning yeah. <laughs> from sports, but so I like blew up in size. I probably gained like during COVID. I, I want to say again, like 35 pounds wow. easily. Yeah. Really? Of just like consuming consuming just bored um 
like online classes and yeah. stuff like that, trying to stay up with friends, like <laughs> doing like war zone or some yeah. random stuff. But um just trying to pass the time. Exactly. Um so we got into the gym and what it is, I find the best is to have a gym partner because they keep you consistent. You know, the yeah. days that you don't want to go, they want to go. Mm-hmm. The days that you know, they don't want to go. You want to go. Or in the days that both of you guys don't want to go, you understand like this isn't right. We shouldn't both want to go to the gym yeah. or both not want to go to the gym. So let's go ahead and let's get this done. Let's knock it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to have someone close to you that's like a gym partner because then they could tell you real like, hey, like, you know, get your ass up. Like it's <laughs> yeah. time to go. Like it's, you know, if you want to be better, you want to better yourself. Like this is what it's going to take. Yeah. They push you. Exactly. Yeah. They push you. And so I was comfortable enough with him to to let him push me. Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't let a lot of people push me. I'll go ahead and push myself. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got yeah, it. I yeah. understand. But, um, I went ahead and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to go ahead and like, we're going to go through this journey together. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. So I think it was, um, 2020 turning to 2021 in like February, uh, or like January and the gyms were starting to open back up a little bit. We were still wearing masks in yeah. the gym, which absolutely <laughs> sucked. I, I remember I'd that get, time, like bro. sweat, like just like my whole mask would be yeah. soaked <laughs> afterwards. It was kind of it was kind of gross. Yeah, I'd have to take like extra masks. Um, but I remember just lifting in general. I was strong, so I think it was like three six three hundred sixty five pound max, which was like still pretty. Yeah. It's like above body weight, and it's still pretty good. Yeah, but I felt super out of shape. Um, so I like I did cardio, you know, lifted weights. Um. And then by the time I was shooting for four plates, which is like 405, 405 yeah. pounds. So from 365 to 405, that's like a 40-pound jump. jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took me about, I want to say like two months to get there. Yeah. Um, just Slowly from like, building it up. Exactly. Because yeah. the thing with, with being bigger, you have the mass to convert to muscle. That's mm-hmm. why it's so hard for like, like smaller guys with like smaller frames to get stronger because they have to actually be eating so much to gain any type of like mass. But when you're big, it's kind of easier to convert the mass that you already have to muscle. To muscle, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I always tell people that. I'm like, man, like, mass to muscle. (laughs) Mass to muscle, yeah. (laughs) Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) And so so we go, I get to 405, and it's like a great accomplishment for me. And I get super excited about it because I'm like, man, like, no one does this. No one does four plates, you know? and I'm like 20 at the time. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. Um, but then I was like, you know, maybe I could keep going. Yeah. You know, like I'm 20 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if I, I could do this, what exactly, else can I do? What yeah. else can I do? Like, um, so like I ne- I didn't necessarily want to do it, mm-hmm. but like I understood that I could do it. And just like just having that understanding helped me to be like, okay, you know, like let's go for it. Yeah. And so like I just tried to go up five pounds. And it just flew, you know, really? like it, like 410 just flew. Yeah. And then the next two weeks, like, I think I jumped 10 more pounds. <laughs> it was like 420, just 420. Flew. And I was like, okay, like there's these numbers, like they just keep growing because I'm like, it was kind of like a body recomposition. Yeah. And like my muscles just started to get super dense in the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working a lot of chess because my back had gotten, I got into a bad car accident. Oh, as really? I, that's why I stopped playing football. Yeah. Um. So like I wasn't doing a lot of squats or heavy squats or anything like that. Like I just do like, you know, the leg extensions or like yeah. the leg curls. But like my main focus would be upper body and like bench pressing. Um. So like just hitting that like three times a week and just having fun with it because no one <laughs> wants to hit legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, legs are good if you're disciplined. Um. I think that's the one thing about legs. Like people don't want to do it, but, but it's necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. And yeah. like if you hit legs, like for anyone in the gym right now, if you hit legs, like that just shows the discipline that you mm-hmm. have 
to like really gaining muscle or like reaching your physique that you want or like yeah. maintaining because legs hurt, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they're like the biggest, sore, yeah. exactly, they're the biggest muscle group, like in the whole body and it's sore and it's like you, you really just walk around all day on them, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. You're so, already kind of working them out. Exactly. Just by, exactly. Just so, by standing. Yeah. <laughs> if you go and you hit legs, like props to you, you know, honestly, yeah, yeah. like I'll hit legs like once or twice a week, but I know people hitting legs three times a week and, Damn. and they're just like savages, you know, they have yeah. like a different type of switch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. no, I think once you do it, like you could fall in love with that process as well. Like yeah. you're looking forward to doing like leg legs. presses and, and squats and stuff. Like you, it becomes a part of the workout. Like you're not like, Oh, I had to do legs today. It's yeah. more like I get to do legs. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up to do it, you know? Yeah, people, like, immerse themselves in that instead of, like, oh, I get to do upper body. Yeah. But like, but if you can, like, immerse yourself in everything, like, mm-hmm. that'd be crazy. That's when people start making making crazy gains. Yeah. It's, like, they're consistent with legs, they're consistent with, like, core, and they're <coughs> consistent with their upper body. Yeah. Um, But at this time, I was only <coughs> consistent with <laughs> upper body. Um, So I was doing bench, bench, bench. I, we have these like wraps that we use. So in lifting, you want wrist wraps to stabilize your wrists and not like break down any like cartilage or like yeah. hurt your wrists or strain anything. And your elbows, you can use elbow wraps, which isn't really like recommended mm-hmm. because like it's kind of like you're not really it restrains like, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like okay. a compression thing where it like pops back up. Oh, okay. Like it lets you like come back up. But I was using that at first. Um and then my goal with that, I, I want to say those wraps, they add like a good 20, 30 pounds to really? any max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, cause it's more stability in your elbows too. Yeah, as well, exactly. Right? And yeah. it makes you feel like it's that feeling of like, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm yeah. going to be okay. There's yeah, no yeah. like danger to it. So yeah. it, it's a pretty good, like secure feeling and it helps with the weight. So, um, I go ahead and I'm thinking like, maybe I could hit five. My goal at the time, it was, I think it was April, mm-hmm. April. And my birthday is in July. Yeah. So it's at the end of July and I'm like, maybe I can hit five plates before I turn 21. Like yeah. that would be That'd crazy. Be, yeah. And then I just started going for it. Like we just started like working, training hard two a days, um, like lifting, lifting, lifting. And like my cousin, he never really had like a sports background or like a football background, but he mm-hmm. was just a bigger guy. And like his max at the time was like 185, like when we first started. Yeah. And like he got up to by the t- end of it, he got up to 315. Really. Which was like his body weight, but still like that's crazy impressive going yeah. from 185 to 315. Like yeah, that, from where he started to to that, where yeah. exactly, exactly. So I'd always be like, oh, like I'll race you to like I bet you won't hit 300 before I hit like 400 something. Yeah. And like it was like a little incremental race between us, mm-hmm. and that really helped that that kind of like competitiveness. Cause it didn't make it boring. Like, Oh, we're just going, we're doing the same thing. Like, it's like, no, we're trying to reach our goals and we're trying to see, okay, who's going to reach them first. (laughs) And like, once someone else reaches their goal first, you're like, man, I got (laughs) to do better. Yeah. Um, It pushes you. Exactly. That's why I say the gym partner is like the best thing to have. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that goes for like gym partner and also like anything as far as like reaching a goal, like it's good to have someone there for you. Like being like a motivator, yeah, you know, it does. not necessarily like a competition because there's a big difference between I've, I've worked out with guys. It's a competition. Mm. The guys, Oh, I'm going to lift more than you today. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, I'm not competing against you. Like, I feel like it's a good yeah. thing to compete against yourself. So you want to like, you want to better yourself every day. Yeah. Um, the best partner is one that encourages you like that wants the goal for you. Yes, right? exactly. And exactly. pushes you 
and at the same time you do it for them yeah that's the best yeah for sure instead of like oh man like he's doing better than me yeah i gotta do better than him <laughs> yeah like no it's not there's there's different dynamics and like it's the line is thin <laughs> the line sure. is thin yeah definitely but, but uh you can feel when someone's rooting for you and you can feel when someone's like not really rooting for you yeah so um it's important to have that person or like those people in your life who are like you know like actually like fans of you like hey like you know i'm i love how your life is going like you know I keep know, at that, it it definitely encourages you to to push yourself too at the same time because you know that their their belief is there so your belief should be strong as well exactly. and and you push yourself at the same time and it it really helps when that support is there yeah. from whether it's your family or just friends anybody yeah. in the gym or in in life really that that support is so beneficial in in so many aspects because it builds your confidence up you know, yeah, as exactly. a person. Exactly. Like, um, like my parents, they'll come out to like my lifting competitions and I won't invite anyone to my lifting competitions. Cause really? I'm like, you know, I, I do this like on my own kind of, and like, it's kind of like a goal for myself. And I understand that I have support and I have like those people rooting for me, but there's also that like, Oh, I don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. You know, I don't want them to come and then <laughs> yeah. like, and see you fail and see and me stuff. fail yeah. and stuff. But like, they're just there to be like, like you said, like to be that support. support yeah. And like, we don't care like what you do or how you do. Like, we know like we're going to be here for yeah. you. It's unconditional no matter exactly. what. Like exactly. I'll support you. Even if you don't reach your goal, yeah. I'll still support you yeah. because that's what true support is yeah. that no matter what, I'm there for you. Yeah. 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 That, that's a great feeling to have too. Like, like I said, in any aspect of life, but in the gym, like, you know, you don't really think about, Oh, my parents are going to come watch me lift <laughs> yeah, some yeah, weights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's a little different, but like, I always get like, Oh, okay. Like I have to do good. You know, I put yeah, a little yeah. bit of pressure on myself, <laughs> but, but it's like good to have because when I'm training, I used to have like a little picture. I have a, a six year old brother mm-hmm. and I used to, he always looks up to me. Uh, yeah. He looks up to me in like school and like, you know, just how I carry myself and in the gym. Yeah. And he's always like, oh, my brother's like the strongest dude. <laughs> um, so I used to carry around a picture with me and I used to just like, you know, during workouts, I'd be like, all right, we're going to lift this PR today. And like, I'm for, gonna, you. Yeah. for you, for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to lift this and I'm going to show you this video. Mm-hmm. And like, this is going to be like motivation for you to like, you know, whenever you get into the gym or whenever you're like facing adversity, go you, ahead and look yeah. at this and, you know, here you go. Like yeah. if I can do it, you can definitely do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. Like yeah. having that like little brother. <laughs> aspect i don't know i've never had a little brother i'm like the youngest i was the youngest of four Uh uh-huh and then my parents had like uh, a little you know boy again yeah because it's all boys (laughs) they were trying for a girl Uh yeah yeah but it was like all boys so (laughs) it's like five boys um but yeah like having that like you know that generation of like you want to inspire um like the youth i guess even and like just seeing like because you know like they up look to up to you, mm-hmm. and you're like, if they're looking up to me, what, my, I might as well set the best example as I can. Exactly. Instead of just you know fucking around and yeah, showing yeah. them a bad example. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's exactly how I feel about it. Um. So like he, I'm not saying he has big shoes to fill. But like, <laughs> yeah. But like he he knows it can be done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. He knows that if you put in the work and the effort for like anything you want it can be accomplished because mm-hmm. like no one was thinking I'm going to like be hitting like, what is it like right now? 560 pounds Damn. on the bench press. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Um, so going back to that time, I think what you said, 2021, yeah. did you already start those lifting competitions or did that no. come later? So look, um, I, I went ahead and I did it. I did that goal that I set to hit, um, 
five plates, which is 495 pounds, yeah. by my birthday, by my 21st birthday, mm-hmm. which was a huge accomplishment for me. Uh, but it was with those wraps. Yeah. So it was a little, it was an accomplishment. <laughs> but I, now looking back, I understand like, okay, it wasn't actually, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't actually five plates. <laughs> like I did it, but you know, it wasn't. You did with, it with some help. With some help. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I want to say by the end of 2021, I was able to do it without any any help. Okay. Um, so without the wrist wraps, I was able to do five plates or not the wrist wraps, the elbow wraps. And with the elbow wraps, I was able to do like 545. Like it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like the amount of help uh, it was. So yeah, that extra compression. Yeah, it really game changer. I mean, afterwards, my my arms would be like bruised a little <laughs> bit from 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 just tightening it on there and then just going. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like for one rep. It's pretty funny, but like I think it, it's um it's helpful as far as like growing chest because you get that like that weight on your central nervous system. Yeah, and like you feel it. You know, like people do static holds nowadays to like just like feel the weight and uh-huh. feel how it is. And it they've done studies to oh it helps yeah. with like lifting and stuff like yeah. that. So it's pretty cool. Ha- have you ever explained like your technique to anybody? Like I've tried. You've tried. People just <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to explain like technique, like routines. Uh-huh. You know, because everyone comes up to me like more than yeah, more yeah. often you than get not. That question, like, how do you bench like, that? How do you do that? Like, yeah. what what do you do? Like, what's your workout? What's uh-huh. your split? And I'm like, dude. You just got to go in and you got to work <laughs> and you got to leave the gym with your shirt all the way sweated out. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, you're going to be sore tomorrow, but you love the fact that you're going to be sore tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've tried to explain the technique and it's just hard because uh, everyone's built a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, I do have an advantage because I have for my frame, I have like shorter arms. Yeah. But I also have a big chest. So like having that big chest and like shorter arms, it's like less of a distance. Yeah, to travel, less of a distance. You know, yeah. Like I still have to have like the stability and like the strength to do it, mm-hmm. but it's like not as far as someone yeah. who has like who's like six seven or something like that with like some lanky arms. You yeah, know? Uh, like a Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody that that's like a basketball player trying to bench like five hundred. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be really hard. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, I go ahead and I always take the time to tell people how I do it or like what what I do, like the process or like even the specific sets, the specific reps, Mm -hmm. the specific workouts. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I'm going to try that. And I'm like, okay, go (laughs) ahead. (laughs) But like what it is mainly is you can do anything. It just has to be consistent. You know, you just have to hit the upper chest, the middle chest and like the lower chest. Mm -hmm. And it just has to be consistent. And if you keep it consistent, then I feel like it should, you know, it's going to, you have to eat right too, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, eat your protein and yeah, like yeah. get your macros in. Not, the nutrition is just as important exactly. and the, the sleep as well, right? Yeah. The sleep rest. for recovery. Yeah. Um, people like really overlook that, but like having good rest is like essential because that's the only time your body is working just to recover. Just to recover. Like yeah. Your cells and are like just. Your muscles actually rebuild in that state yeah. and not just working out. Like it, it's, as you work out, it kind of. Um, I don't know what the word is. Uh, rips apart the muscle yeah, a little bit, breaking, and it, breaking down. it down, and and when you sleep, it recovers it. Yep. And but if you don't sleep, you're not going to get that, that regenerative mm-hmm. regenerative part uh, of that step. You yeah. know, everyone needs that. Like, um, I don't know. My sleep is bad. <laughs> like, but when I, was, when I was yeah. training, like um, right now I'm because, uh, you know, school and stuff. So I'll probably get like six hours of sleep or something yeah. like that, which isn't terrible. 
But like, I know I could be getting more. Yeah. And like, you want that eight, eight you hours. You want that yeah. eight hours for sure. Like, I don't know who made up that eight hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. We all, we all think it's like a, a fixed number, but really somebody just made it up. Maybe. I don't know. Like eight hours. I know, you know, I, I know you need more sleep when you're like a baby, obviously, because yeah. you're growing. But I think it's like, like it just decreases the further along you get until you're like fully developed as far <laughs> as like, you know, your frontal lobe and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But I, I don't know. Anyways, eight hours is essential. Mm-hmm. Um, I get six <laughs> yeah. usually, but it still works out for me because I think your body adapts to kind of like, okay, this is how much rest I'm going to get. I yeah. have to do this amount of like recovery. Yeah, recovery. This amount of time. Um, but yeah, I explained to everyone the process, the the protein, the macros, mm-hmm. the the sleep, but it's hard to actually use it. You know, mm-hmm. you hear information, you can find all this stuff online, you know, yeah, like yeah. I've, I've done like so much research on like the best workouts to do or like, you know, like what specific muscle group is getting hit by what specific workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I want to target only this, only this volume, you know, do I want to go heavy? Like, should I deload this week and just, you know, take it easy? Um, and there's, there's a lot of research that goes into it that people don't really understand. They're like, they just go to the gym to go to the gym and like, they feel good. They'll go, go, go. But then again, you need that, like you said, regenerative. Cause then you go back into the gym after like, let's say I take like three days off, you know, I'll do that often. I used to take four days off before my PR every time. Really? And people would be like, how do you take four days off of the gym? And then you're hitting numbers that you've never hit before. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, it does make sense because your body is fresh yeah, and your yeah, muscles exactly. are fresh. That's what I realized recently too, because I would be going to the gym maybe like four or five times a week yeah. and sometimes like three or four uh, days in a row. And by the fourth day, I wouldn't feel as good going in. But when I took like maybe two days off yeah. and then went, I felt like amazing. Like yeah. the, the workout would be better. My mind would be fresh. Like it. And you would be like more excited to go to the gym because you've been off for two days. Yeah. So it it would bring like a fresh perspective to that workout rather than, okay, just doing it constantly. And of course you don't want to be so inconsistent. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. You now you're just like, Oh, it's fine if I don't go today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, <laughs> There's I, a balance. I, I still get caught in that sometimes I'm like, Oh, it's okay. Like I'll just rest a little extra today. Yeah. But, um, now that I've gotten to like powerlifting, like I feel like it keeps a goal of like, okay, I have to do this, this day, this, this day, this, mm-hmm. this. And it's like kind of like set in stone. It's something that I have to do. And it's not like, like I want to do it obviously, but that having to do it and that, that writing it down and being like, okay, I, I got to go to the gym today. Got to go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with like actually going. Cause I used to do, like you said, like I would be making crazy like gains as far as like PRs and stuff like that. Yeah. Just like, let's say four days out of a week working out three day break PR yeah. four days, three day break. PR. PR, yeah. Yeah. And it was people were like, man, you got to be on something. <laughs> yeah. And like, I always get those accusations. And it's so funny because like, I'm like, dude, like I'm just big. And like, I've never done anything that would like, like, I want to be um, a doctor. So like, uh-huh. I wouldn't do anything to like harm my like cardiovascular yeah. health. And like that, the thought of like your heart getting bigger and like exploding, <laughs> like I just have that like, oh man, like people are just going to like, especially nowadays, like content creators, mm-hmm. all of them are 
I mean, you could tell the vascularity in their veins and stuff like that. And like, they're just like super big. Yeah. I'm like, these guys are like, you know, definitely, juicing up. Yeah. Definitely doing something. Some yeah. PEDs. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, everyone's like, you're on PEDs. I'm like, dude, like, look at me. Like, <laughs> like I don't really have any veins at all. Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, you know, just a big body dude. Like I'm dense and mm-hmm. I'm lifting a lot of weight. Um, but if and you want to put in the it, work, yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. I'm putting in the work. That's another thing about like, um, I think there's like a misconception about, uh, when it comes to PEDs. Uh, cause people will be like, Oh, like he's not putting in the work, you know, obviously you got to put in the work still if you're using that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, I think it's kind of funny as far as like people are like, Oh, he can only lift that because he's doing this, this and this, like, as far as like, like supplements or like, mm-hmm. like, like I said, like juicing or something like that, but they are still putting in the work. So like, I still like, I still respect people who are doing that. Cause it's like, okay, that takes a lot of courage to even want to better yourself that much to where it's kind of like not healthy to yeah, do it it's a risk it's a it's a yeah. big risk and i don't i don't think i could ever do that yeah because like i'd be like it's not worth it's not worth your health like yeah, your yeah. long-term health there's uh, a pr- there's a bigger price to pay exactly than just but, doing it naturally yeah yeah exactly so i'm like okay respect to them but like don't lie about it you know mm-hmm. that's what i don't like the the content creators nowadays like they'll be like super you know I love the motivation and stuff like that, but like they'll be super jacked and like they'll be on like cycle and they'll tell all these like young, you know, adults or like young teens and they'll mm-hmm. be like, like, yeah, you could get like me. <laughs> yeah. Like you just have to buy my, my protein yeah, or yeah. buy my pre-workout. Buy your program, workout program workout or whatever. Program. And yeah. I'm like, dude, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess it's like a good s- scheme for like, as far as like business, it's a good business, yeah. like layout, like, okay, like look big and yeah, sell you might your be, stuff. You might be making money, but like, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting that kind of image out there yeah. and not giving people like real results yeah. that they could get to a place where they feel happy or they feel comfortable yeah. and, and whatever body, like they, they don't just look up to the, just somebody with a six pack and jack yeah. abs and like <laughs> whatever body you have, like set a goal for yourself that you want to be in that place for sure and and make it individual to you rather than somebody else and trying to compare to everybody and oh they're better than me because they do this you know that that'll put you in a in a hole that you don't want to be in yeah i feel like social media has that negative effect to it like it's great for like you know friends and like oh hey what are you up to what are you up to yeah it also has that comparative like Oh man, they're doing this. Oh, they're doing this, but you're not getting the full, like, you know, the full story. Every exactly. time someone posts something, like you're not getting like, okay, what's actually happening. Yeah, you know you're only getting their like their best moment, their yeah, happiest exactly. moment, or whatever uh PR, but you don't you see the PRs, but you don't see every like failed attempt. Yeah. Right. For sure. So that's what uh people are missing is they they think I think it it comes back to instant gratification, like immediate results. People want to see the results uh, in their life, but they don't realize that all these other people that have the results now, it took them a lot of time and effort to get there. And they're just showing off the work they put in. Yeah. And it's not right away. Mm-hmm. And it once you understand that, then you could kind of have the patience to be like, okay, now let me just work on the process rather than just the result. The yeah. result will come because of the process that I'm in rather than just the result. And if it, the result doesn't come, then I'm just not going to do anything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, the other day I was actually just scrolling through like old videos that I'd taken and I was like, man, like, like I loved this time, you yeah. know, like right now I'm in the moment and I'm like reaching for new goals, which is great. 
But going back and I'm like, man, like this is <laughs> this is when I was going crazy, like yeah. going at it, you know, doing um really good job as far as like seeing my um PRs go up go and up. like seeing yeah. my like my muscle mass like just you know evolve and like you know whole body recomposition like just getting bigger and stronger um but looking at those videos i get like a like i need to be enjoying this yeah Yeah, like i I, i'm reminiscing but like i was like i need to enjoy what i'm doing now too you know because then i don't want it to be like it's always kind of like you don't understand you're in the present until it's gone yeah until it's gone and it's like crazy to think about it because you're always focused on the future you're always focused on that next thing um and i think it's it's good to to always want more and like obviously like in the gym like i'm always shooting for higher goals um but i think it's it's okay to take a step back you know every once in a while and like understand the progress you've made thus far exactly uh so it's it's pretty amazing because it's applicable applicable to all parts of life it's not just the just the gym it's like oh what friend groups you used to have like you know all those good times you had with that friend group (laughs) and now like it's evolved to like different friend groups and it's like man like you know i should have enjoyed that a little more like when i was in the moment so now you learn like okay let's enjoy this a little more because i'm in the moment when you reminisce you you look at the good moments and you try to maybe go back to it and and you realize the reason it was good was because I was in the moment. Yeah. Like it's your mind kind of plays a trick on you and tells you that it needs to be that way again. Mm -hmm. When really the only reason it was, it was good in the first place was because you were enjoying it in that moment. Yeah. And in order to create new memories that you'll look back on, it starts now. And that's something I, I actually recently was like, uh, aware of because I read this book by Alan Watts. My brother actually gave it to me. He read it a few months ago, and I I, I also read this book called The Power of Now. Mm-hmm. And it was it, both those books are are talk about the present moment and how important it is, and that our minds usually are only in the future or in the past. That it's it's weird how it operates. Just always seeking something in, that's in the future, like imagining a situation or thinking of the past, reminiscing, thinking that was better. But when you get in the moment, you realize right now is also bliss. Like you don't have to think that somewhere in the future, I will, I will be happy. You could be happy now and enjoy this present moment now or whatever feeling, you know, it's not just happiness, sadness, experience the sad part too. Yeah. And that'll be a part of the new memories. But if you're always looking for some other time, then you're not really living here just in your own reality that you made up, you know, just, (laughs) just by thought alone. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree with that like 100% because even like phones and like just recording stuff, like I find myself like, I'm just like my mom. Cause she's always like recording (laughs) things and I'm like, Oh my God, please. (laughs) Like, I hope this isn't going on Facebook. Uh, But that's, that's all moms. I think they just record everything, every (laughs) moment. (laughs) But I find, you know, that saying like you turn into your parents, like I find (laughs) myself turning into my mom as far as like recording Recording, everything and like, Oh, like I'm, well, I'm going to have this video and you guys are going to be like, Hey, do you have that video? Like of the time we yeah. did this. And I think it's important to do that, but I also think it's important to be genuinely in the moment, like at yeah. all these concerts and stuff like that, people have their phones out and they're exactly. not even watching like what's in front of them. Yeah. You know, they're not like, they're not there. They're not present. Present. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to, like you said, it's bliss. Like, you know, 
taking everything in. Like we don't we don't have time to step yeah. back a yeah, lot of you, times. You appreciate right now instead of thinking, oh, I'm gonna record this moment, uh, and it's okay to record it, but record maybe just like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Then enjoy right now. Like have that memory, but also live in it because that that's the the most important part and really one of the the greatest concepts I learned from uh Alan Watts was that when you're we we have this weird relationship with the past and the future we think that the future is some other time and the past is some other time but really the only moment is now we're we're thinking of the future now so it's it happens now and yeah. we're thinking of the past now so that it's not really the past or the future you're you're just putting your attention on something else in this present moment when you could just be aware of it right now, like aware of things that are happening now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's great as far as like, like when people, you know, get away and they're like go camping or something like that, or just go for like hikes, yeah. you know, just to appreciate nature. That's being in the moment, you know, Yeah. that's being in the, okay, you know, like let's get rid of all distractions and let's just breathe some fresh air. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like as as long as you have that, I feel like you have a good balance like with everything. Um, you don't want to, like I said, you don't want to get too caught up with the past. I mean, it's great to look back and, yeah, exactly. and see, oh man, I did all this stuff. Like I appreciate that, that I did that. But, and like, and then it's like, you don't want to see that and then like want to exact replicate it <laughs> yeah. because this is a whole new journey you got for your future. Exactly. You know? But it, I don't know. Make it, it a, a learning lesson rather than, living in the past. Yeah, for right? sure. For and, sure. And and that way you get to experience more of life. Like and we we realize we or we put too much emphasis on overthinking the future a lot of times, especially myself. Like I always have a vision, right? Like our goals that I want. But too much of the time I'm obsessing over like how to get there or or wanting it to be faster. But I don't realize that if it's, if you just enjoy right now, the process that I'm doing, whatever, if it's editing, just edit. Yeah. If it's doing the podcast or talking to someone, just yeah. talk to someone. Don't be somewhere else Yeah. because in that moment, that's, what's getting you closer to that place rather than, uh, thinking it's somewhere else, thinking that my happiness is, is going to come at a, at a different time when really, if you think that way, you'll, you'll end up on your deathbed and still not be happy. Yeah, that's true. I right. mean, you don't want to go through life just like, like you. So the problem I, I do have with like living in the moment too much is the, you get complacent mm. in a way, you know, you have to think about the future. Yeah. You have to think about these things, but you know, take some time out of your day to be like, okay, I'm here, you know, yeah. I'm doing this. And like, it's, it's hard to balance, it's, you know, it, it is a balance. It's, it's hard because that, that's part of it too. You got to not only be in the present, but think about what, you, what it is you want for your life yeah. and also not ignore the past because there's a lot of lessons to be learned in the past. Yeah, there's a sure. lot of things that went wrong or went right. And you got to look at it and see, uh, and kind of analyze it, reflect on it. But again, don't live there. Yeah, for right? sure. That, that, that Again, it's all like a small distinction of should I, should I, look into the past and not completely get consumed in it, yeah. but look at it for what are the lessons I learned from this, this friend I had, how yeah. did this relationship fall apart? Or I did th this on a test and yeah. how could I learn from that? You know, yeah. there different things like that rather than 
putting yourself down for all the mistakes. Yeah. Learn from it. I mean, I I know that's what essentially you want to do. Yeah. It's, it's great. I lately have been like having this problem of like, I know I've learned lessons from the past of doing things a certain way. Yeah. But like, it's like you're, you're, you're set up with the same obstacle again. And it's like, I kind of want to do it the same, <laughs> same way. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, history says it doesn't like it doesn't repeat work. itself, yeah. but, but like, man, like I should probably. <laughs> so it's like, there is a conflict of like interest. If you're stuck in a habit or if your mind's like wired a certain way yeah. to do something and it's like, man, I shouldn't do this. I know how this ends, you know? Yeah. And it's like, all right, what whatever. is that situation? If you don't mind um, saying, it. I, I don't, as far as like, so when I train, it's like I train really hard and really intense um, and like especially before meets. Yeah. But I often get injured like before meets. Because of that rigor. Because of the rigor like yeah. behind the the block, um, the training block. And like that's how I'm, I'm, I'm six weeks out from national competition, right? Yeah. And like I've been feeling good. I've been feeling great. But like I always feel like, you know, I could be doing a little more. Mm-hmm. I could go a little harder. I could, yeah. you know, work, grind more. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And it's so hard because I have this like I have like this ego of like, okay, if I can do it, why don't I do it? Why don't I train harder? I feel like I could put my body through this and my body can withstand this. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, but I also have you know, the practical side being like, Hey, <laughs> you're going to be like, <laughs> you're six weeks out. Already. Yeah, exactly. You don't exactly. need to do any more than this. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so it's kind of like, like I've gone through this battle so many times of like, should I, should I train harder? And this is the third competition. So, uh-huh. so third time going through it, but like the thought of like, go harder, go hard. I go through that battle of like, do more. I'm like, man, like, I know I can, but it's like, do I want to? Do I need to? Yeah. And I, I think I need to get the risk reward ratio. Yeah, exactly. Is, is, exactly. Gets skewed a little bit. And it's paid off like working and training that. But like there's obviously comes with like, you know, aches and like, oh, man, was yeah. I 100 percent or was I like, you know, hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like right now I'm going through that like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like six weeks out. Like, are we going to go in? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we just going to stay like consistent flow with the, the training? Uh-huh. Um, so it, in, it, in your past uh, previous or your previous uh, competitions, did you get injured because of that or? Well, it was like minor injuries. So it'd mm-hmm. be like, you know, like you're at the gym and you're trying to like do something like, and you're like, oh, like my shoulder hurts a yeah, little bit. Yeah. So it's like tightness and tightness. stuff like that. Okay. So it's nothing crazy. <clears throat> um, one time I did do that in the gym, not training for a competition, but like just going for it, just going, yeah, yeah. going crazy. Um, and like, I just pulled something for sure, like in my chest and oh, wow. I feel like I had to take like a month off. Yeah. And after that month though. I feel like when, when our muscles or like even our bones, you know, fracture a little bit, mm-hmm. like they, they grow back stronger in the areas that it was, um, like hurt. Yeah. So even muscles, when we're breaking down in the gym, like they get bigger they as get bigger, far yeah. as like, you know, if you're putting the right nutrients in like the macros and stuff, you're breaking down your muscles in order for them to get bigger. I feel like our whole body works the same way. Like, let's say like you have like a fracture in your shin. I got a lot of shin fractures mm-hmm. or not fractures. I want to say like. I don't even know what they would be called, but like my shin like would tears a like, little bit. T- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they'd be like dented. 
wow. from soccer because I, play, <laughs> I played soccer my whole <laughs> yeah. like childhood. My whole, yeah. I actually just played a soccer game yesterday. <laughs> I got <laughs> a red card. <laughs> did you slide tackle someone? <laughs> I, I did, didn't, you know, I wouldn't call it a dirty play. It was all ball, yeah. but I guess oh. in that league, we're not supposed to slide. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I have all these like shin, but they I have like bumps on top of the shin. Oh, yeah. And it's like from that, like, bone like you know regenerating that wow. and like getting stronger so yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool like how our body works but as far as like you know like going at it and training like you don't ever want to like have like a, a pain or an ache or anything yeah. like that so exactly. I, i'm in that battle right now should i do it should i do it yeah it it's it's weird though those past experiences help you but at the same time your body want and your ego kind of says i need to do more and you really just had to make a decision at that point yeah like what what do you want to listen to and the results are going to come no matter what yeah but the worst part is like being indecisive and not doing anything that's Mm -hmm. that's the worst Mm -hmm. and uh i've been there many times as well because we think if we don't make a decision then it'll take care of itself but really it it doesn't like as soon as you make a decision whether to go somewhere or uh or start something start a new business start a new venture or go to the gym that's what it, you'll find out whether you succeed or not in the trying rather than being indecisive yeah and and not going anywhere with it yeah that's know? actually great that's great like insight on things cuz like you know you you don't really think about you know really like the fundamental i guess like with, I don't know what they would be like themes of life, but like, that's definitely one of them. Like decision you know, making. Decision, yeah. yeah, for sure. You got to be decisive with your, with your actions and with your, like, um, like your goals, you yeah. know, like, what do you want? And like, how are you going to get there? Exactly. Yeah. Cause I, I realized personally <clears throat> at a, at a young age that nobody was going to make my dreams happen yeah. for me. Like it wasn't, Nobody's going to come in here and tell me, okay, this is how you get your dream life. Mm-hmm. You'll be happy. Just follow these things. Nobody's going to come in, come in and do that. Yeah. And the moment I realized that life was my responsibility and that's it was the moment I started to like learn from other people, like learn and read like self, different self-help books and yeah. try to get this knowledge of of how can I live the life I want? Because if nobody's going to do it for me, then it's my responsibility. And if you don't take that responsibility, then the world is literally going to push you into the corner of normalcy of just doing, okay, if if you don't want, if you don't have any kind of vision, then I guess follow the crowd Mm because that's where everybody else is going. Yeah. Uh, But when you make a decision on what to do with your life, everything else gets out of the way. Like now everything becomes clear yeah. and you could actually do something like, and make an impact rather than sitting around and, and dwelling in the uncertainty, right? Like uncertainty yeah. of where, where is my life going to go with this? Like, or, or uh, I remember at 15, I was, I didn't know anything or, or I didn't know what I was going to do at all. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think most kids at that point no, just no. don't know. Right. And I was questioning and, and looking into the future, like just questioning uh, how short like this life is going to be, right? Like we, we think, oh, li- life is, is long, but a lot of times, you know, you don't know if you're going to be alive next year or, yeah. or in 10 years or in 50 years. But we, when you look at how short it is, it makes today valuable. 
It makes today this moment valuable. And I I realized if I want to fill my life with all the experiences that I, that make me happy, that make me joyful, I'm going to have to take that responsibility and do the best I can to develop myself and learn skills and, and make the life I want because literally no one else is going to do that for me. Yeah. And that instantly like clicks, uh, like switch something on and gave me like the drive to go out and, and create, like there's something that happens when you make a decision like that, where your mind goes like to a different level mm-hmm. and you start seeing the opportunities that weren't there before. Cause yeah. everything's here. And in, in my opinion, I think all the, all our dreams and all of our aspirations are already here. Like the opportunities to get there are already here. Yeah. Sometimes we just can't see them because we've been in such a looped mindset of thinking, I don't know my purpose. I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do with my life. And you're just replaying these, these same ideas over and over again. And the second you get something new, now you start spotting them. Oh, I could do this. I could do this. Yeah, and, yeah. and it becomes like <laughs> a creative thing. And now you get to a new level in life. And that, that was like the best part for me. And the moment I realized, uh, or the moment I did that, at like 15, then I just kept on doing it. Like, oh, every year I wanted to grow and not be the same person I was the year before. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing ever that's since. That's crazy. That, that's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, that that's like, that gave me chills. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, my hair is like standing up on my <laughs> arm a little bit. But yeah, that's dope. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's things like that. Like you don't really think about it day to day, but it's like, you know, that that's like your, that's your, your structure, your base. Like that's where you're building from yeah you building have from. that ideology you have that like okay i'm gonna build off of this and this and this and like i understand where it's coming from and i understand like when i was 15 like that's the first time i noticed it but to this day i'm still applying still, it to my life yeah yeah so it's it's pretty cool and like you said like it's hard like like i have friends even today like they'll they'll have so many opportunities to do so many different things and um, they're in positions where they don't necessarily have to worry about it right now, like day to day. But it's like they don't know what they're going to do, like, yeah. which is like, OK, you know, I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> like pick something, you yeah, know, pick try something. it out. Yeah. It's like you said earlier, the indecisiveness is it's just staying there and not doing anything is the worst. It's the worst. There's, you can have so many options in front of you, but if you don't pick one of them, then nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Um, there, there's a great quote. I forget who it's by, but um, they said, yeah, in, indecision is, is the worst because, and, and or I think it was Kobe. I don't even know. I'm, th- I'm trying to think of who, who it was. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the people say, uh, I don't know which way to go. And the, the really, you just had to pick one. And if that's the wrong one, at least you'll find out yeah. by trying or else you won't ever see it like mm-hmm. you you the only way you could see it is by trying in the first yeah. place that it's wrong right and once you know it's wrong then you could do the right thing now you know what the right thing is <laughs> yeah. right? Like, that reminds me of the j cole song yeah. and it's like the good thing is you came a long way the bad thing is <laughs> you, you went, went the, the wrong, wrong way, way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like that's exactly what <laughs> exactly. that is uh, but yeah i mean it's it's pretty like i don't know like i just i get kind of like you know really like oh man this is this is great where i'm at because mm-hmm. Although I'm in a position where it's like, oh, I feel like I have to do this and I have to take these steps. I know where I want to be. I know the end goal. 
but I think it's important to focus on that day to day. Yeah. If you don't have that end goal and you don't have a goal, you don't know that day to day and you won't know what steps to take next. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you're kind of like you're on a path, but the path is like, so it's broad. like fog. Yeah. It's like fog in front of you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like one time me and my friends, this is on a separate like little um, tangent, but me and my friends we were driving in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. Um, I want to say it's like one in the morning and we're going back home and it's this, this two lane, you know, highway going one way, two lane highway going the other way in like the boonies or whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> like the back roads. And we see lights in the fog. It's super foggy, probably the most dense fog we've ever seen. We see these lights and these, these two highways or freeways, they're like separated by big, huge ditch, you know, like I want to say about 20 feet, really? 20, 30 feet, like separation. But we see this, this car, these headlights coming at us, but close, you know? Yeah. And it looked like it was the same exact, like it was just going the opposite direction on the whole highway. Uh-huh. And we're like, Oh, no way, no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then like, we get closer and closer and we're like, we're like on a collision course <laughs> yeah. to hit this car. So we swerve into the other lane because luckily it's a two lane. Yeah. And the car flies by us. Oh, And wow. we're like, oh, my God. Like, we could have died. <laughs> died. Yeah. Like, that was, <laughs> doubt. like we could have died. Like, what if they swerved that way too? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're thinking of Dude, all the possibilities. Insane. But, like, to say, I say that to say, like, it's like life. Like, you see these opportunities are in front of you and you don't know when they're going to hit you. Because of all that fog yeah. in front of you, you don't know what is coming. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When you have like clear, a clear, like not clear, but like, you know, an understanding of like what your goals, like you have a vision be, of it, you have a vision and you can see anything that's trying to obstruct your vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The mind is once you pick out something, what I realized is uh, like even uh, have you, there's like the game you play when you're driving on a long road trip is like spotting different yeah, cars, yeah. right? When you, when you look around and just see cars, you're not really picking out anything. You're just in generalized, uh, you're in a generalized like uh, space of consciousness. You're just watching and observing everything. Mm-hmm. But when someone says spot a red car, now your mind is looking for it and you realize there's all these red cars out here because that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And but when you weren't aware of that and, and that, that idea wasn't placed there, then you'll be like, there's like no red cars here. But mm-hmm. the moment you start looking for things, the moment you start having a vision, you start seeing all the things that can get you there rather than being in a place where you feel hopeless and helpless. Yeah. Because I think we all need some type of of trajectory to be be happy because, or at least for me, I, I always have to have like something to set myself to or else I won't know what to do. Like uh, it will just be yeah, for sure. like uh, every day I would have j- just be lost in the, the, the crowd and the fog, like you said, yeah. of what do I do? But when I have a vision of something, I'm like, okay, I have that. If, how do I get there? Yeah. And now you have something to go towards rather than just walking through life for sure without anything. Yeah. I hate, I mean, I don't hate it, but like, I, I definitely don't like when people aren't motivated to do something more with their lives. I feel like, um, like it's, it's obviously, it could be, you know, hypocritical to say, or not hypocritical. What's the word? Like too harsh on people. Yeah. Um, but 
I feel like we can all have like little goals to set, you know? Yeah. Um, I've met people in life where it's kind of like they're, like I was saying before, complacent and their complacency has kind of, you know, handcuffed them to the ground. Kind mm-hmm. of, and they're like, they, they know, like, they don't know how good they could be, how great they could be. I feel like I, I like seeing the potential in everybody. Yeah. So I always see like the best version of people. I, I like doing that, picking out the great aspects of them <laughs> and like trying to build them up on those. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Instead of like not looking at them for who they are, but who they can who be. Who they can be. Yeah. Exactly. So like I think it's good to always like give people that benefit of the doubt of like they can do this. They can do great things. Yeah. Especially if it's like a loved one or something like that or like a friend. And it's like, man, like, come on, bro. Like you can <laughs> yeah. do this. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. Um but like, yeah, I hate I hate when they get stuck in the the complacency and they're like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm just I'm just, you know, chilling. I'm mm-hmm. relaxed, which is like, OK, good. But like, don't do that for years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in the years go by and you're like, man, where's <clears throat> the time gone? Everyone's doing something. Everyone's, you know, getting married, you know, yeah. having kids, getting their jobs, you know, like doing just other things in life. Yeah. And it's like, man, like. <clears throat> You could have been working towards something too, <laughs> yeah. but you were complacent with it. Exactly. There's there's a time for relaxing and also taking it easy, but at the same time, there's a time for focus yeah. and action. Mm-hmm. And it's the balance of those two that I think lead to the the most fulfilled life mm-hmm. is not just constantly going after the, the goal every day. You're just, you know, on this uh, kind of, you're being too harsh on yourself and not allowing yourself to rest and become open to new ideas. But at the same time, it's the balance of those two aspects that get you to where you want to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm just grateful. You know, you gotta be grateful in the moment of, yeah. of like for where I'm at right now. Um, you know, even though I'm far right now, I'm far from home. I made a decision to, to leave because I'm from the Bay Area, yeah. you know, originally like North Bay and that decision to leave family and like leave like my friends and, you know, come over here and just like, I don't know anyone over here. Yeah. You know, I I came over here to get kind of like a like a haven of like, this is what you're going to come and do and focus on yourself. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's hard for people when they're surrounded by kind of like not necessarily like like my family's great. But it's like a lot of things going on, you know, like there's so much stuff and it's so many distractions. Yeah. And it's like, man, like, you know, like I I get it, guys. (laughs) You guys, everyone, we all have our own lives and we have our own like little stories and conflicts or whatever. And but come on, like I I need some space. (laughs) So so one reason I did like come out here is to get kind of that solitude. And like I'm not saying I enjoy the solitude, but I do enjoy the clear of mind, like I don't have to think about, oh, how is this person going to feel if I do this? How is someone going to, mm-hmm. I don't have any eyes watching me like constantly yeah. <laughs> of like, oh, are you on your stuff? Like, <laughs> like I can keep myself accountable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it puts the responsibility on you. And exactly. instead of everybody else, I, I'm doing it for them rather than it, it should be. I'm doing it for, for myself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the greatest part about coming out here to like Irvine or Orange County is, is like, I got that like. Like freedom freedom yeah. for sure because yeah. i was it was long overdue like i was i was back at home until i was what 21 or something and yeah. then i'm like oh man like all my friends they went to like you know four-year universities and even though they're back home like now yeah which is like okay like i get it like you go college yeah, yeah. you come back home whatever um 
I think that I needed that freedom of like, okay, let's see how it feels without everyone constantly like, oh, what's what's David up to or what's yeah. he doing? And like like I said, it got me that that like, oh, I I can do these things. You know, when you experience more, I think college is great because you get to see what everyone's doing, kind mm-hmm. of. You know, oh, you're doing this research or oh, you're doing this volunteering or oh, you're doing yeah, yeah. The There's crazy so much great. diversity like in and. And the whole campus, there's all these different concentrations and yeah. different uh, majors. And you talk to different people and they're interested. Some This guy's interested in engineering. This guy's interested in calculus. And you see all these different aspects and you realize there's more to life than this one bubble that I'm in. Yeah, right. exactly. And you get to experience more than that. It, it's pretty dope. Yeah, for sure. I just, I don't know, that that freedom from like, from like expectation is like really essential because you have to separate yourself from like, I want to say you have to separate yourself from what other people want of you in order for you to grow like the most you can. Yeah. Because even that expectation, like, well, let's say you could do better than that expectation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's say you can, you know, and there's no, there's not that stress of like, oh man, like obviously you want to do good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the main, the main thing is like, okay, the only expectation I should have is from myself and like from maybe my parents, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, I think we, in our own minds, we, we over exemplified those expectations. Like maybe, uh, your parents or, or your friends have these expectations, but in your own mind, you're thinking it's do or die. Like I have to do this Mm -hmm. for them when it's really not that much. Like they'll love you no matter what. Yeah, for sure. But in your own mind, you've made it to be something much bigger than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. My fr- <laughs> my friends, I'm like, you know, you guys, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's more definitely like family. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think it's good to have, you know, that people believing in you. Yeah. Because like I said, if you're just complacent, like then it's kind of like a it's like a you have to make your own expectations, which is it's good. It's, it's just hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm training and stuff like like I love when people call me and they're like, Hey man, like, what are you planning to do next? Like, what, what are you planning to like yeah. hit next? Uh, like, what, what's the goal? What's the plan? And I get to like, oh, well, you know, I never, I haven't really thought about it, but like, well, this is the goal. This is the plan. Yeah, like, yeah. This is what I'm going to do. And then it like, makes you I, think about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think, I think it's pretty cool yeah. um, having that, but like, not like the constant of it, like of every day. It's like every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Like, Hey, what are you going to do? Hey, what are you going to do? What <laughs> yeah. <you gonna> do? <laughs> that, that, that would that wouldn't work for me as well. Like the, having that, that kind of expectation of yeah. it's like a computer, like having to run this program every single day. Yeah. Like back at home, like, I don't know if you ever got this, but like, you know, uh, my daddy'd knock on the door and I'd uh-huh. just be like, just chilling out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I, can you just, do a favor for me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. But, there's, that's the number one thing I learned is there's a time for rest and there's a time for action. Yeah. And you need both. Like there's not, there's no always, uh, you're not always going to be in action and you're not always going to be in rest. Yeah. And we, we need the balance of those two. And the, we're, we're not always sure when to take that rest. Like, cause we, our ego says, Oh, we got to do more. We got to do more. Mm -hmm. And you constantly, put pressure on yourself, which is good to some extent, but there, there's the law of diminishing returns in which you, you think that it can benefit you, but really it's, you're taking away from yourself, right? When 
you overwork yourself, when you overthink, when you overdo things, everything is good in, in that balanced state. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, it's different for everyone, right? Like some people could handle more than others, but I think when we, when you reflect and take a, a look at yourself for what you want to do and how you're, how you want to get there and, and the fulfillment you have in doing it, then you'll get to that perfect balance of, uh, it's okay for me to rest and it's okay for me to take that action. Yeah. And I have all these expectations, but as, as long as I don't let them overpower me, I'm fine with the expectation as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard to do that. It is to hard. To find that balance, especially after you hit like a high, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. After you hit like, wow, that was great. <laughs> yeah. I did all this. I did great. I'm doing, and then it just, you know, it's kind of like a, like a, like a sign, <laughs> yeah. uh, what is it? A sign graph. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like up and down, up, up and down, down up and down, uh, like the sign and, and cosine. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's crazy because like I was saying, I hit that, that 500 pounds or whatever mm-hmm. when I was right before my 21st birthday. And after that, I felt like on top of the world, yeah. but the next six months I want to say was just like, kind of like training, a but a decline of like intensity mm. very much. So, um, I think I only increased probably like from, from there to there. I mean, I was able to do it without wraps, but I want to say I increased like 30 pounds compared to like a hundred pounds that yeah. I increased. It was a slow progression compared yeah. to what happened before then. Exactly. Cause yeah. I didn't have that same, like, like energy. Yeah. I felt like, you know, when Thanos is like <laughs> on his thing and he's like, now I can rest. Yeah, no, I rest. <laughs> like that's exactly how I felt after I hit the, the five plates. Yeah. And, um, like I didn't want to be that complacent though. So like, you know, something like just lit a fire under me and like to get back at yeah. it. But that you need those, low to to get that fire exactly right? it's so <laughs> like, crazy <laughs> if you're if you're already on the fire then like you don't know anything better than this yeah but you only know the fire because of the lower parts of it it yeah. literally creates it yeah like it's like good and the, bad like yeah. we wouldn't know what's good or what's bad unless there was both of them there was you know? both of them like, it wouldn't make like you wouldn't have any reference to it exactly. as what it, which one is which right exactly but yeah so so uh, doing that, I, I got back on it in 2022, uh, last year. Yeah. I want to say around the same time, February. That's spring season. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the winter and the fall. Like you get all like, all right, like let's relax. It's yeah. cold. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. But, uh, I don't want to do anything. The spring comes around and then you're like, all right, let's, let's get on it. Let's, let's get, get on it. it. So yeah. uh, I started training again, like, you know, heavier, heavier. Um, and it was right when I left or came over here to like Orange County that I had hit, I think it was like five, I want to say like five ten or five fifteen, you know, five fifteen with nothing on and yeah. for a pause rep. So it was gonna be my first competition. I was already training for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a pause rep. It's super more difficult. It's a um, so instead of just doing a regular bench press, like it's like you have to hold it there for one or two seconds. Yeah. And then like from then zero lift momentum lift. Wow. You know? Yeah. So that's the major difference when it comes to competitions is like that competition rep. And like people will train it and like, mm-hmm. I just never knew anything about it. And it was so much more difficult. Like, cause I could regularly do probably like five twenty. Yeah. Because regular, you get a little bit of momentum yeah, on the exactly, way back up. Exactly. Yeah. I know a lot of people, it's crazy their form, but like, like <laughs> I, I don't have terrible form as far as like bouncing, but people will come down and they'll just crush, crush their <laughs> yeah. sternum and they'll just like, lift like, it back up, lift yeah. it back, like exorcism lift. And I'm like, dude, that looks painful. Yeah. Like be careful. Uh, um, and it, I don't know. 
They're so literally I, dropping the bar on themselves. <laughs> We're like using this uh, as a trampoline. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I'm like, all right, I guess that counts. Yeah. Like, congratulations. <laughs> but uh, uh, so I I got to my first competition and I think it was like 507 that I hit pause rip. And I was yeah. excited about it. You know, I was like, man, like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Like, I had a good time. Um, I think that was the state record, you know, for California. California? Yeah. Oh, wow. The junior state record. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I hit the junior national record at like five, um, like 15 or something. Pause rep. Oh, wait, no. 520. Sorry. 525 or something like that. Um, did my last competition. It yeah. was like the, the national record and it was the open men's, like all age groups, men's record for California. Really? So it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this time around, I'm going for like the open men's national record, which is like 550. From every state, basically. From every state yeah, yeah. In, in Cal or in, in the United States. Yeah. Um, so I, like just that little progress, like you see it mm -hmm. and it's great to have like that, okay, goal, like, you know, I'm going to hit this, I'm going to hit this, I'm going to hit this. Yeah. And even if you don't hit it, like the journey of like training for it, that's like obviously it'd be great. It'd be great to hit it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like, it's like the, like the little steps that not necessarily everyone at the competition has seen, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, like, I'm posting, oh, I, I did this, I did this, I did this. But, like, when you go and you perform on the platform, it's, like, those viewers are probably seeing you for the first time ever, you know? Yeah. Like, the people there, like, the other competitors, they're probably, like, they're, like, oh, who's this guy? And then you go and you do some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, this guy's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, no, like, there was, like, a, like a process. Like, uh -huh. this took months. This took years of training. You exactly. Know yeah, people only see the result, but they don't see what goes into the result. Yeah, It's, like, sure. that picture of the iceberg, you know, like, where oh, it's, and it's just the tip. Uh, yeah, the tip is above the water. And then what they see underneath is yeah. everything. That's, yeah. yeah. I've seen that picture. That picture is badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think it's exciting though. Like like when I went to Zoo Culture and like met Bradley Martin. So I went there for the first time and I met him and like he was busy with like doing some content creation, which is like fine, you know. I was yeah. like, you know, I get it. He's working. That's his job. Yeah. Um, but like I was benching, I think like five twenty or something like that. Really? Um, yeah, I went out there and like I was like on a on a high, <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like and I seen a... What is it, Sarah? I forgot her name. Yeah, like Sarah. Sarah Safari. Or yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know her last name, but I know who you're talking about. Sarah yeah. and um, she she was there working out, and I was lifting like 200 pound dumbbells, like bench pressing. Them. Really? And she was like, "I've never seen anyone <laughs> do that, like other than Brian Shaw." And like yeah. Brian Shaw is this like world's strongest man. Like yeah, he wins I know, it, bro. <laughs> he's fucking insane. He's and like, he's huge. He's though. huge. So the thing is, the thing is. These dudes are lifting it, but like the dudes who are lifting this weight that I'm lifting, they're so much bigger than me. Yeah. Like they're like, they weigh at least 400 pounds. Like the dudes that are lifting the weights that I'm yeah. lifting and, and it's like kind of six, funny. Six, six, yeah, you know, six, six, six. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, like there's this dude, Julius Maddox, and he's like, he has like the, he's going for like 800 pound bench press Damn. and he's on, he's on, um, like gear and stuff. Like as far as like juice and, and like he's, he's shooting up for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Like he's a giant. He weighs like 420 pounds. Wow. Like, and I'm like, man, like <laughs> that's ridiculous. I wouldn't even want to be that big. Or like uh, this dude, um, the dude who I'm trying to beat his his record, um, his name is Jesus Oliveras. 
and he's like this up and coming. Like I think he's like 24 or 25 right now. Yeah. But he weighs like 400 pounds too, and he gets invited to all like the national competitions or the international competitions. Yeah. Um, he has a crazy squat. The thing is, like, I have a great bench press, but like my legs are just not there. <laughs> not there. Compared, doesn't match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like everything actually matches exactly, but it's supposed to be like <laughs> like your bench press is the weakest, and then it goes like squat, squat, and then it goes yeah, yeah. deadlift is the most. But I'm like even across the board. It's it's pretty funny. Everyone's like, you're an anomaly. And yeah. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I am an anomaly. <laughs> I need to hit legs more for sure. But um, yeah, so I'm trying to beat his record of like when he was uh, 23, but he, he weighed like four, I want to say like almost 400 pounds. It was like 380 something or 390. Really? And he he hit 555. And I want to hit 554 or something like that. I want to hit 555 yeah. at the competition um, in July. So it's kind of like, like, man, I'm putting myself up to this standard, but for this weight class, like it's kind of like free range. Cause it's like a heavyweight weight class, yeah, you yeah. know, like after 275 and up, it's like everybody, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, whatever. I'm going up against these freaking <laughs> yeah. dudes who weigh Giants. like 90 yeah. pounds more than me, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Um, so like right now I'm like, I walk, I'm walking around right now, like 295, 290. Mm-hmm. So I have to start like bulking right now a little bit yeah to get to like because the the range i want to be between is like 300 and like 308 like in that range that's when i feel like optimal like prime to to have that mass to help you there to get you to that yeah the weight that you want to get exactly and like people like like the the gut helps i swear like i I met this dude and um when i was in community college in san francisco Mm -hmm. and he he squatted i want to say like we were 18, 19 and he was squatting. He was from Sweden and he was like, you know, he spoke English, but like, you know, I was like, man, like what's, I think his name was Aslan, uh-huh. like the, like there's a lion in like Narnia or something yeah, like that. Aslan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aslan. But anyways, uh, he's a Swedish, uh, you know, foreign student coming to play football yeah. for San Francisco and he's squatting like 650 pounds wow, at like shit. 19 years old. And he weighed like 270, 280. Damn. And I'm like, bro, how are you lifting <laughs> yeah. this? And he's like, it's the gut. And it's he, the gut. he has this like huge muscle gut. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm, like, dude. I'm like, dude. So like the gut definitely does help as far as like moving mass. Mass moves mass is a real thing for sure. Yeah. But like it, it's to like a certain extent. It's like, okay, like that guy's big. Of course he can lift. When people see me, they're like, that guy's big, but what the hell? How is he lifting that? How yeah. is anyone lifting that? Today, I actually had my friend, uh, he's in uh, Las Vegas. He's at this place called the Dragon's Lair. It's like a famous gym that they have out there. Oh, okay. And um, he's he's seen me. He always goes to zoo culture with me. And I'm lifting like 200-pound dumbbells. And like people get all excited. And they're like, oh, this is crazy. Like, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Um, he's like, man, he's like, the 200s over here, they literally have like – a, a sheet of dust on top of them. <laughs> he's like, no one touches these weights. He's like, how much people do you think like in the world can lift this? And I was like, honestly, maybe like 500. Yeah, not much, bro. Like, not he's much. like, that's insane. And I, I was like, and Natty too? I was like, I don't know, maybe like a hundred. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, that's actually insane. He's like, we're just on this rock and you're just lifting. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we just started messing around. He's like, you're just on this rock and you're just lifting all this weight. But like, in all honesty, like it is crazy when I think about it. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm doing these like feats that are like, wow. Yeah. Like, well, not many people can exactly even do this. Yeah. At, for even sure. if they wanted to like, yeah, they're not there. Yeah. And I'm still wanting more. Like yeah. that's the funny <laughs> yeah. part. Like I'm like, man, I'm doing crazy shit <laughs> yeah. and I want to keep going. Yeah. Like, um, 
I don't know. I think it's great though. It's, yeah, that's it's amazing to, to see like where you've come from, like at 20 years old and it's not even that long of a journey. Yeah. It's, it seems like just the beginning yeah. of this. Right. I, I think so because people, they're like, how long have you been lifting? And like, technically I've been lifting like, you know, with weights and stuff like that training since I was in high school, which was like six years, you know, yeah. since I was 16, actually a little bit after, you know, started yeah. high school. Cause I started football a little later. Uh, but like weight training, actually getting into it 16 to 22, like that's six years of training. And like, there's these dudes who are like 30, they've been training for like their whole lives, like since like fucking 10 or some shit like <laughs> yeah. that. And they're like, what the, they're like, how are you doing <laughs> yeah. that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh. That is, that is insane to, to see your journey and, and just hearing you talk about it of where you, where you started at 20 years old to now where you're at and, and having the goals for yourself. I think that's what separates you from most people is most people just want to lift, you know, or, or just go to the gym, yeah. but you have specific goals in mind mm-hmm. and that's what's allowed you to stay focused on. If I'm, if I want to get to this weight what do I have to do? Yeah. And try to continue to build on that. And, and it, it, I've, I could see the the progress, you know, like in yeah. all the, I've watched certain videos of yours and you just continue to get better at it every, every single day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always tell people too, like I used to be a joke of mine, yeah. uh, back at my home gym. They're like, how are you doing this? And I was like, it's all mental, you know, like it, I was it joking, really but yeah. it really is all mental. Like if you think you can achieve something, there's nothing stopping you from achieving it. Yeah. You know, it's like that quote, that guy was like, you know, like what's the the craziest thing or like it was something like, what's the craziest thing you've heard? And he was like, it's not that easy. And then it was, he was like, what's not that easy? What do you mean? Like, just tell me like what you heard. And he was like, no, he's like, that's the craziest thing. Like, like it is that easy. You it know, is that easy. don't ever think it's not that easy. Cause it is like, once you break that barrier of like fear. Yeah. Because uh, you it's, can the, go it's our own limitations that we put up in our own minds. Exactly. That create, that to be such a big thing when really it's not, it's, it was just an illusion the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Once and like breaking past that barrier has like opened up, like, like I become fearless, you know, people get so worried for me and they're like, Oh my God, like what if something happens to you? (laughs) And I'm like, first of all, don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Knock on wood. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But second of all, I'm not even worried about it. Like you're worried about it. I'm not worried about it because I know in my mind and even in my heart, like you have to have like some passion when you're doing it, yeah. that this weight that I'm lifting, like it's going to go up, it's, it's going to move. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I know that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know that afterwards I'll just go ahead and train a little more and I'll hit it later. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that, it's, that's, it's pretty that's cool. That's the mindset you had to have right there. Yeah, for sure. It's like even like in like school and stuff, like, okay, like everyone's in a rush, you know, in a rush to like get out, which I get it. You know, you want to start life as soon as possible. But like life as in like, oh, get into your career and like your job. Yeah. Um, but like at the same time, it's like, like, okay, be grateful for like, okay, I understand where I'm at. And like, I know that I'm going to do this, like, regardless of how long it takes me. Like, I know that at the end of the day, like I'm going to work, work, work until I get to where I want to be. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Having that mindset all around it is pretty nice. That is. Yeah. Because it's, it, you're looking for growth over time rather yeah. than immediate results like we talked about it's it's much more uh possible like i think your mind could handle literally anything but when you plan it out towards uh growth over time your your mind can easily accept that idea of okay if i could just get better 
like we talked about yeah. with atomic habits, 1% better every day. Yep. It seems like a small amount, but over time that adds up, you know, 365% better over the year yeah. is a lot. Right? That is, that is a lot <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know that, that, that's the mindset to have. And like, I try to tell everyone I come across, like, you know, I, I'll randomly go ahead and just start talking about stuff like this. Like, Hey man, like, you know, how you doing in, in school or like, you know, cause I'll see the gym bros and I'm like, Oh yeah. What, what you hitting today? But then I'm like, okay. Like, you know, how's life? You know, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How's school going? You know, like, you know, is there anything going through? Like what's going on yeah. with you? And, um, like we get real, like per- not personal, but like close as far as like understanding where their mind is. You know, I think it's exactly. important to check up on people like all the time. Cause you never know what anyone's going through. And you never know if they just need that conversation yeah. or just to talk and just talk about I, I've it. I've actually done that with like strangers even. Like I, yeah. I've, I've just gone up to strangers and asked them about how's your day and stuff. Really? Like, how, That's how's what my life? dad does. Yeah, yeah. I swear. Like we'll be on a plane and whoever he's sitting next to, he'll just have a full blown conversation. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like headphone in, <laughs> headphone in. And he just goes and he could talk about anything, anything and yeah. just like talking about his life them talking about yeah. their life because at first i just did it to step outside of my comfort zone like yeah uh, why not just st- talk to people you know like we make it up in our own minds that everybody's a stranger like yeah ev- like we should be separate from separate from all these all these people mm-hmm. but really they're just dealing with something that's just as similar to you yeah like they're they have their own life experience and you could learn more about them and and you know you don't have to expect anything from them, but just have a conversation and see what their, their life is about. And so I would do that just in college, just random people. I'd just talk to them for like an hour and some of them would, uh, you know, not open up right away, but over time, you know, they, they get comfortable yeah. and start to open up and talk, uh, talk about their lives a little bit more openly. And you'd see that, uh, the biggest thing I got from it is that we're all the same. Like, yeah, that, that was the, the number one thing. Like we all have certain problems. We all have certain dreams and aspirations. And, yeah. But really, it, it's all the same shit. Like we're all living this life. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, rock, for like, sure. <laughs> on this rock, yeah, that's what I tell everyone. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's not that serious. Yeah, like, I get not. it right now. It is. But like we're, we're just on a rock. We're on a rock. Like, <laughs> floating. <laughs> yeah, floating somewhere in space. Like we don't even we don't even know everything. Like, yeah, we, we think we know. But really, we don't. Like yeah. that, That's the whole, uh, I think, Socrates or, or Marcus Aurelius said, the only thing I know is nothing. Yeah. Like, the one thing he knows is that it's nothing. Like, it's... Yeah, I think there's that, that, I don't know if it's a saying, but it's like an ideology of, like, just know that you will never know, like, everything, yeah. you know? And, like, to think you understand everything, like, you're wrong, yeah. you know? Like, there's always something more to know, and it's, like, not feasible for someone to know everything. To know everything, yeah. yeah. I think even uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, in one of his books, I forget the book name, but the first thing in that book was, the universe has no obligation to make sense to you. Yeah. That was the first thing in that book. I was like, that's hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, we don't know much. Like, we're, we're just, uh, we, we have the, these this technology and science. We, we, we're trying to use math to understand the universe. And we've done, you know, more than any other animal on this earth. But at the same time, we continue to learn more. Like I remember reading an article a few months ago uh, that was from the James Webb telescope. It was talking about that. And it said the, the universe 
was predicted to be, I think, like 13 billion years old. And they they saw or that telescope saw galaxies that were much older than that. Mm-hmm. So even even that fact, like for the long in, in science textbooks, it shows that it's 13 billion years old. But really, that's not the truth either. Like, yeah, we're continuing to learn more about the world and, and the universe. And it, it's it's a never ending pursuit. And that's what makes it fun. Like nothing is uh, set in stone, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I yeah. That James Webb telescope was super interesting. Like I remember following it like when it first launched a couple of years ago. Yeah. And like. Being like, oh well, this is gonna be great. Like we're gonna be able to see things like more clear. Yeah, you know? the images are, are insane. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen yeah. the images. And it's it, fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm like I get like man, like it literally gives me chills thinking about like, wow, like there's just so much out there, and we're just so like <laughs> yeah. minuscule, yeah, exactly. like compared to like everything. Like they they were pointing it out, like oh, this is a galaxy, this is a galaxy, and and we we don't even we can't even wrap our minds on how big a galaxy is like yeah it's, sure. it's not even uh something that we can even fathom mm-hmm. right like millions of miles <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's insane to think about but i think it's also cool to understand it gives you like an understanding of like okay like we're here and we're now yeah and like are we gonna get this again you know what i'm saying yeah, like exactly. live in the moment it's yeah. time you know this it is puts things time. into perspective a lot of times that that that's what helps me with uh thinking about space and the universe is we're so focused on these problems that we have now. And, and yes, they may be important, but when you zoom out of it, it kind of not distracts you, but puts a, a different lens on it Yeah, and you kind of calm yourself and realize, okay, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I and, mean, everything, all the, I feel like all the issues around us and like the obstacles we face, they're kind of like constructs, you know, yeah. like a lot of it is like, like social constructs of like what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to be, who you're supposed to be. Like it was all made up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I forgot what, Oh, I forgot. It, I was thinking about, um, it was like a social construct of like, I don't uh, know. Nowadays there's so I mean, many social yeah, constructs, <laughs> but it was, is literally yesterday. Um, it was like a social construct and we were like, like, I think it had to do with money mm-hmm. and we're like, it's literally just money or school could be one. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like education. It, it's money is, is made up. Yeah. It's made it's, up. It's made up and we're like bought into it now, like yeah. fully immersed, like money runs the world now because yeah, you someone could have millions of dollars on a desert Island, but yeah, it, it, it would it'd be worthless there. Exactly. Right? Oh, oh, I think I, I remember what it was money. So like people value money so much, like in today's modern world, which is like, okay, I get it. But they'll try to say like, oh, money's number one. But that's mm-hmm. not true. Because like I had seen this video and it was saying like this guy was like, OK, let's say I give you a million dollars or ten million dollars tomorrow. But you die tomorrow at the end of the day. Like what's worth more, you know, yeah. your life or the money? And you probably choose your life. Yeah, yeah, you choose your life. Right. And then he's like, OK, what if I give you ten million dollars? But you're terminally ill, you mm-hmm. know. So what's more important, your health? It's like your time, your health. And it's like, well, what about your family member passes? So it's like time, health, family, yeah. you know? So it's like you have to put things into perspective. Even though yeah. money is like important, it's always this like you have to value other things above it, you know? Because yeah. I see so many times where friendships or like relationships will get ruined over money. You know, that's why yeah. they say they say don't mix business and family. <laughs> family, yeah. <laughs> what was that? I think Biggie, I think, said that. Yeah. <laughs> 
the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. And um, but it's real. Like you, we don't really understand. Like okay, we do value other things more than money, even though that's the goal. You yeah. know, kind of like oh man, I want to be rich. Yeah. It's like well, really, you want to be healthy, you want to have a long life, and you want to have loved ones around you. So I think it's important to put that into perspective. Yeah, for sure. yeah. And and make sure that on the journey towards financial freedom you don't you, you don't pay too much of a price and lose out on all that yeah for right? sure because you could be you could be rich and then not have any of those things and be miserable mm-hmm. right yeah you, you could have the money and yeah and it's just you know what what you'll contemplate life like was this all worth it yeah you know like a villain or something <laughs> yeah yeah a villain. That, that's probably like the the, that could be a, a script for a movie right there. <laughs> you get every, you get all the money in the world, but now you're alone. <laughs> I feel like that is a movie. So yeah, that has that, to be already. Yeah. I feel like our ideas, like they're kind of, I think I was learning this thing. It was like, there's no new ideas, which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. But every idea that we've thought has most likely been thought of already, like by somebody else. Yeah. So it's like. I think that's why people do meditation and things like that. And they try to separate themselves from the world around them to get out of that bubble or cloud we've created of like Mm -hmm. a cloud mindset and like just try to come up with like new, unique ideas. Yeah. I think it's important to step back from, you know, society and just kind of like, okay, like, you know, let's have a thought. Like, let's like I go in the sauna and like I'll, I'll like meditate and I'll be like, all right, like, you know thinking about business ideas, thinking about like ideas to better out my days, like planning and stuff like that. Yeah. Or just like random things like that. And I'm like, man, like it's hard to come up with something that probably hasn't been been, done before, like innovative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It it comes at you at at the weirdest time though. Like creative ideas are never ones that, especially for me personally, they never come at the time where you want them. Like you don't get creative ideas when you, just completely say to yourself, I need a creative yeah. idea right now. Mm-hmm. It comes at you like uh, spontaneously yeah. when you're just in the moment, when you're actually like maybe editing a video or doing something, then it'll come and you'll be like, oh shit, I got to write that down because yeah. that's going to go away. And and you write it down and then you act on it. But it, it comes at the weirdest moments for me. It's never just uh, something that I, that I ask for and then I get it right away. It's more on the just through the process of whatever I'm doing it in, then the idea comes. Yeah. You know, that, that makes sense. It's like a spark, like, yeah, a, spark. like a light bulb moment. Like, yeah. Oh, like yeah, that, exactly. that clicked. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's interesting because if you do have like a, um, an idea that's like really innovative, like you, you have that idea, but you only have it for a certain amount of time before someone else has that same thought. Yeah. Me and my friend were, um, like we have no idea if we had this innovative idea, but we're like, man, we need to think of like a business plan. Like we need to think of something that no one else is doing, you yeah. know? And then it was back in like, I want to say like 2016 <laughs> yeah. and, and we were like, you know, um, they're making like VR, like virtual reality at the time. Yeah. Like the, like the little the like headsets. The headsets. Yeah. And we're like thinking and we're like, well, what if that's how we reached immortality like through headsets like we download our profiles and like download our our voices and like our minds and our thoughts kind of to this reality and then when we pass like our loved ones can still visit and like talk to us and stuff like that Damn. like some crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like we were on some we were on some crazy a, stuff yeah and we were like in high school and we we're like dude like 
no way. Like, <laughs> yeah, those are some like high thoughts. Yeah, things. exactly, exactly. We were like, it sounds like we're loaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but we were sober. It was so funny. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like, we're like on shrooms or <laughs> yeah, something yeah. right now, thinking about this. But now they're actually creating this thing where they will download your profile and really? it'll be the same. Ex- it's the same exact idea. Yeah. And they're downloading their, these profiles onto virtual realities. And they're making these worlds like, yeah. you know, like meta and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, But the people will actually be there and like they'll have the same voice or like they'll have the same actions or like they'll act the same and yeah. their personalities will be downloaded. You and have so, like a, a 3D render of yourself. Exactly. Completely. Yeah. So so when we pass, like we're still alive in a sense in this yeah. computerized the world, you know? <laughs> you guys are like, we should, we, we, we need, we need, we yeah. should have done something. We need some, we need an equity in that. We equity. <laughs> now we're like, bro, remember that idea? We yeah. Had? Yeah. The other day I seen it, it was like probably like six months ago. I seen it pop up like uh-huh. on like Bing or something like yeah. that. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I think uh, Rick Rubin said something uh, similar to that. He said when an idea is, is created, it, it it'll go it, it might go to a bunch of people but you know even if you don't take action on it somebody else will because that idea its time is ready yeah like it, it needs to come into this world wow so that that's his perspective and he's like a music producer yeah and so he's like the ideas are there and when an idea is so powerful it it goes into a bunch of people's minds and it has to come out. Like yeah. it has to be that's shown crazy. to the world. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's a great way of thinking about it. Honestly, yeah. we should have, should have jumped on <laughs> it. Could have been some billionaires, <laughs> millionaires. Yeah. That is crazy though. Like that, that they're actually doing it too. Yeah. It's, no, it's kind of scary too. Yeah. Cause it's like, man, like, okay, we thought about that, but like we were kind of like, Oh, that's not really ethical. Mm. Like we thought about it and we're like, well, no one's going to do that. Cause that's not really like, who really wants that? Who yeah. really wants to see like, like, I feel like that'd be a sad thing to go ahead and see your loved one. And like, it, it's not genuine. Yeah. But then you see these like rea- alternate reality movies or, and like they're living in the future and they're yeah. seeing these, like <laughs> these things pop up, these yeah. holograms. I think VR is going to take a lot more time, but like AI is the, is what's happening right now in yeah. this present moment with chat GPT and, and all sorts of AI <laughs> programs. That's, that's what's going to influence this decade, I think the most, yeah, because VR, it, I think Meta, it, like Facebook, tried it and it it wasn't as successful yeah. as they thought it would be. Yeah, you know this metaverse and crypto and all this stuff, yeah. like it's there and I think it has its purpose, but people aren't ready to make that jump yet mm-hmm. of putting on goggles and doing all this stuff. So yeah. I think AI is definitely going to to shape the world greater than. VR in this next decade. Yeah, for sure. I mean, ChatGPT, like yeah. you said, and like other AIs out there, it's just insane with the amount of like information that they can collect. Yeah. It's like having like that one smart friend who just stays home all day and just reads <laughs> yeah. every single book and is the most knowledgeable person. And they just like just instantly gets the answers. And the first time I used ChatGPT, and, and it's actually recent, right? Like it came out in December. Or yeah. So it doesn't even seem like that long ago. And the first time I used it, I think I just gave it some script to write an essay mm-hmm. or whatever. And I got goosebumps, like watching it type at, type it out, you know, like it, it, it doesn't put it out all at once. It's, it starts typing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And I was like getting goosebumps watching it, like type this out. I was like, this is fucking insane. Yeah, it is actually crazy yeah. for sure. Especially when you tell it information, it's like, okay, 
like let's say I want ABC included and I, I want like an outline of yeah. like what this an idea give me an idea from these from this you know yeah yeah insert a prompt and it just goes crazy, crazy. and it gives yeah. you like a whole page a whole three pages or I know something like There's that so so much uh so much powerful technology that goes into it and I think that and the 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 crazy part is this is just the beginning yeah like this isn't even over the span of like years of, of public use this has only been like six months or so of public use and we haven't even seen the full capacity and there's so many other AIs out there that are uh I, I was playing with some of the voice ones yeah. as well like that you could type in any text and it's it seems like a real human being rather than like Siri Siri sounds like kind of fake yeah. but this one is like actually a, sounds like a real person. Yeah, I seen that they were using those type of AIs to like scam people for really? like their social security numbers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they'll call uh, them and be like like they'll get the voice of like uh I think it was like so they'll they'll call the number and some kid will answer the phone and it'll probably be the kid of like whatever person owns the phone. Yeah. And they'll be like, "Hello?" like, "Hey, like who are you calling?" And then um just from that they'll get a voice AI and he'll, he'll give out like, Hey, I forgot my social security number. Can you tell me my social security number? Damn. And it'll sound exactly like the person they had called, like the son. Really? Yeah. And then like so many people, I think it just recently happened. So many people have been getting scammed for their social that's, security numbers. Yeah. That's, and it's that's kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. You don't know, like, like if you're getting set up or something like that, like, Oh, Hey, come outside. Like, and then yeah. you get robbed or something. Cause even know. with the, the music, like the people have been putting like, AI Kanye or AI Drake yeah. and they're like that it's an AI but sounds exactly like them yeah and it's not their music but and there's all this like copyright trouble because you're using their voice mm -hmm. for monetization and that's not ethical right like yeah it's, yeah it's not I mean their... yeah <laughs> I mean the Drake AI goes hard <laughs> yeah the Drake AI some of the songs yeah like that guy, he dropped that whole uh, "Heart on My Sleeve" song. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, "The well, the weekend didn't even sound like the weekend in that thing, but uh -huh. like Drake sounded Drake like sounded Drake." Real, yeah. And I was like, "Man, like this is crazy!" It like is. I thought this was actually him. Yeah, dude, uh, that's insane. How how close it's it's gotten. That's fucking insane. And, and it's just the start, you know. And it's just I I don't even know how they do it. I should probably <laughs> yeah, learn. I know. <laughs> yeah, the, it's probably a big business coming. I think the tools for that. That all these AI tools, whoever's developing those, that those are gonna be huge. Yeah, that's the next like million dollar idea right yeah, there. It's something like in AI. How to code something in AI for sure. Yeah. And they have have the the deep fakes too, like the faces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they'll leave. They can probably even they can AI the voice <laughs> and like deep fake the face, and like it could be some crazy crazy message. shit, bro. Uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of like <laughs> like I, I think they were saying like someone could start like a freaking nuclear war, <laughs> like acting like they're the president yeah, of the United yeah. States, and like like you know. Just like calling out everyone saying like, oh, we're going to, you know, go into war go, right call now. Up, call up Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, is this real? Is this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this isn't the line that they usually call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so funny though. The world's getting like, it's getting crazier, but it's getting more interesting at the same time. Like, yeah. like I'm like, man, like, I don't know. I can't imagine growing up even in being like an iPad kid, you know, cause yeah. growing up me, like I was outside still like, you know, on my bike, you know, riding around, falling, playing with worms and stuff. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had both sides of it, like kind of. Yeah. And like, then towards the end, yeah. like it was more like, Oh, like we have video games, you know, yeah, we, we have video play, games. Like, yeah. Yeah. PlayStation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now it's been like the kids now have to grow up with all this technology. Yeah. So it's going to be 
you know, people might say, well, it, it's, it's worse for them, but really we don't know. Like maybe yeah. it might be better yeah. because they have all this information. Exactly. And they know right? how to use it. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're all technicians as far as like knowing how to use like all these devices, you know, mm -hmm. we all know how to, how to go through it. And like, let's say we go to some random, you know, not random, but like an older person and we're like, Hey, like, you know, here's a phone. Yeah. I get it with my grandfather. Yeah. And he's like, how do I use my phone? Like it keeps talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and it's like ads on YouTube. He's like, the government's like targeting me. And I'm like, no, it's an ad. It's like, it's ad. a commercial, you know, yeah. kind of like, and I keep trying to explain to him and he's like, just take that off. And I'm like, I can't remove your ads yeah. on YouTube for your music. You know what I'm saying? Unless, unless you, you wanna, buy them. Yeah, unless you pay $10 a month. You want to pay. <laughs> so I was like, but he has like an older phone too. Uh -huh. So it's like one of those like. Like uh, Samsung phones that's like real thick and yeah, it's yeah. like still has like a touch screen, <laughs> but like and he can still play YouTube. But I'm like, no, like, and then it'll, you know how it goes to the next video, like after that, yeah. like auto plays it, it auto plays like something else. And he's like, I didn't want that. Like they're listening to me. <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's so paranoid about uh, it. But I can't imagine like the difference it's going to be of our generation, like, let's say like 30 years down the line. Yeah. And like, we're going to be like, what is going on? Yeah. We're like, going to be the ones lacking behind and the kids then are just going to know everything that we know yeah. today, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So even seeing my little brother grow up, like, and he has like his own little, like, I think all kids right now, they have like little tablets, you yeah, know? Tablets. And like before it was like, we have little fake computers or whatever. Yeah. But now they have actual like touchscreen <laughs> touch tablets and they're like going through different games and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Cause That's like now they already know I didn't have a phone probably until I was in high school. Yeah. Same. You know, so I, I got a phone and it, it wasn't anything special. Like it was like, like a, one of those small, like little, like swipe. Okay. I'll go ahead and call yeah. whatever. But I wasn't on there playing games on my phone. Yeah. Maybe like Temple Run or something <laughs> like Temple that. Run. I remember that shit. <laughs> But, Jetpack Joyride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the game my little brother has at six years old. Like yeah. playing, he's playing Temple Run and the freaking Jetpack Joy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how is this going to affect him? Like in the future, it's probably going to make him better at like that. But I think for the vision, you know, it's kind of bad on the yeah. eyes. Like so young and being exposed to so much light. Like, yeah. So close. And they lose. I mean, it's good to have that, but also go outside too. Yeah. Like have yeah. a, a mix of both of them. I feel like kids these days, like they're definitely not outside. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, cause in my neighborhood, like, uh, I think courts, if you live in a court, it's more likely or like, like a side street. That's not like a main road where people drive through. Yeah. Um, it's better for kids cause it's safer. But like even now, like like my my brother, he'll hang out with like the neighbor, but that's about it. Mm. Like he'll he'll never go. Well, he's too young right now, but I don't think he'll ever really go to the park and just like meet up with people. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be more like oh, let's hop on this like game online. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of how like like we were like probably like towards the end of high school and stuff like that. Like oh, let's hop on this game. Yeah, like, I don't know. It'll be different. Like the the online aspect will kind of outweigh being in person yeah in a sure. lot of ways even work right now like there's a lot of hybrid yeah uh, a lot work of hybrid. going on like my mom she she works for the county of marin um in like health and human services she does um what is that thing called she does finance for them yeah uh like payroll finance and um she she had to go into work every day her commute was two hours or something like that wow um Every two hours there, two hours back. Traffic, thick traffic. You know, it's like if you were going to San Francisco, it's terrible. Wow. Um, but ever since COVID, she went hybrid and she went like she would go into office probably like once or twice a week 
until it became totally remote. And now she just like people didn't know, but they don't need them to be in the office. Yeah, you know, COVID. That was one of the the best things about COVID is a lot of people realized, oh, we're just on a computer working the whole time here. Why not just do it at your house? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like all these like office workers were are just like back at home, <laughs> yeah. just like okay, like I'll make my own home office space. Yeah, pretty much. And it, it's like more efficient because yeah. then there's no fatigue of like I have to drive into work. I have to drive back. Mm. I got to try to fit in my rest and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I'm home. Exactly. Like, even if you want, you could, like, go somewhere for the day. Like, go to, a, like, come here, come to an office space for the day. And yeah, just, yeah. Oh, come, okay. Come to a, a remote working area. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But not super far, you know, especially for those people traveling, like, long distances yeah, and traffic. Yeah, the commute, I mean, two hours both ways yeah, is yeah, fucking exactly. hell. You know, yeah. that's hell. I mean, in L.A., I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'm new to, like, Orange County, L.A., and I'm still learning all these, like, different freeways. Yeah. And I just get lost, man. Like, one time, I, I think I took this 55, but I was I was trying to stay on the 405, and <laughs> I went, like, south instead of north. north yeah. And yeah. I was like, where am I going? Why am I about to pay a toll? <laughs> yeah. The toll just randomly come up. Like, yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's a carpool, and then sometimes it's a toll. It's a toll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's pretty funny trying to like get used to it. So I just stay kind of like in the Irvine area. Yeah, the Irvine area. Yeah. Over here, Orange County is not as bad traffic wise compared yeah. to LA. Yeah, for sure. But still, like during this time, probably like four or 5 p.m., yeah. whatever, that's when it gets worse. Like yeah, on, on the 55, yeah. 91, all this. But LA is, if on the weekdays especially, it's bad no matter what. Like you could go at like from, in the morning and also in the evening, it's it's just always traffic, and just, it's because there's so many people there. Yeah, like it's, it's isn't LA like one of the like largest? Yeah, like, I think it's populated. like eight million people or something like that. I don't even know. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't even like understand that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so dense, you so know? dense. That's insane. Yeah, and the thing about LA is it's so, um, what's the word? Open, not open, but like, not everything's uh, far apart. Like it's not in a city, like New York or something, everything's close together. Yeah, yeah. Right. So people, a lot of people take public transit or they walk, mm -hmm. but everything in LA is so far apart that you have to drive. Yeah. And that's what causes so much traffic is because all these 8 million people that are there all have to drive and they all have multiple cars and it's just all too much congestion yeah. in, in one area and it becomes like, it, that's what that's what caused LA to be like one of the worst designed cities because yeah. it's just too many people with too many cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they have whole like, like, um, research teams like working on just traffic and yeah. like how to fix the problem of traffic in it, LA. It, yeah. It really, it, it boils down to people taking more public transit. Like there needs to be options for bikes and options for, uh, trains and yeah, like all buses. Bullet train. Yeah, like yeah. Japan, right? Yeah. Like the, or I don't know what yeah, country Japan it's in Japan. It. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like quick transit, easy. And like, it goes miles. Like, I think, it, I don't know how long it is, but it goes like, it's like a super fast train, obviously. It's yeah. called the bullet train. Yeah. Bullet train. And it, it just gets you from point A to point B and it, I feel like LA needs something like that. Or like, I think Elon Musk was trying to, I don't know yeah, what he was, he was trying to do he was underground. Trying to do, like uh, with the boring company, 
Yeah, something underground, but it was with the cars instead. Yeah. Like it wasn't a train. The car just goes down and then it it like go, it shoots, shoots you out. You out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds inefficient. <laughs> yeah. But I guess. Then again, Elon Musk is like flying his plane everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's out there flying, he's doing everything. But yeah, it 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 can be solved in multiple in, in like a multiple ways, but it it seems like the like government is usually slow. Like their their yeah. their way of of calculating what decision to make is usually years. That indecisive. Yeah, indecisive. Yeah, like they're like, oh, this, well, this community we're gonna have to talk to them, and then we gotta pay for this, and this. Like it's just yeah, it's too how much. Um, like the rich community out in like Newport, yeah, with the Irvine. Uh, what is it? The John Wayne Airport. Yeah, John Wayne Airport. I guess instead of they can't fly over them when they when they leave, so they have to like super high, like yeah, yeah. Um, I think it, yeah, it has to be a little bit higher than. That or I mean probably not like completely up, no but no just, no yeah not like that yeah, yeah. but like for sure it, they a had, little bit higher than normal because they complain about it yeah. yeah so every time I leave out of John Wayne I'm like oh my yeah, it gosh is, it I is feel pretty, it <laughs> <laughs> I never really noticed it but now that you mention it it is kind of uh, a more aggressive yeah, incline for than, sure than other airports yeah because I'm so, I just never had been to an airport like that where they have to like do a little bit aggressive aggressive like, yeah, yeah yeah so everything's just been like smooth because it's over water especially yeah. in the bay like you're le- when you leave like you're leaving like if you don't go up like you're going into the water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh yeah that whole like super high incline yeah. I, but I once get you it. go up like especially during the daytime you uh they they like kind of take you out into the, into ocean, the ocean and then turn yeah, around. Yeah, that's and then, scary. I don't know about the whole ocean. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like looking at it and then seeing the the whole beach. It's it's beautiful. Like because yeah. you rarely get to see the the world from that that viewpoint, that's that true. vantage point. Yeah, and it's, I, don't know. I usually take flights at night. So. <laughs> <laughs> at night, yeah, you don't want to see anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It it's it's crazy. Just just flying back and forth, you know, um, from like home and here, mm-hmm. like. It definitely has its advantages, you know, rather than driving because it's like yeah. a seven hour drive or something Compared, like a one hour flight. Yeah. yeah. One hour flight. But I'm like, man, like I can't imagine people going um, back and forth every week. And someone was telling me they had a job. Um, they were working for like a engineering company and and they had a job, but they were going to school in Berkeley. Mm. Uh, it was like a professor. He came to do like a guest lecture and he would fly, you know, Every week to Berkeley and back, back. to Berkeley and back, to Damn. Berkeley and back, to Berkeley and back. And it was like an investment made by the company in him, like, because they believed in him and like his, like, you know, I guess like his um, development. Yeah. So they, when companies believe in you, they'll invest that money. into like a lot of people will get grants to go back to school, to get higher degrees and stuff yeah. like that. Um so like even that, like going back and forth, back and forth, I was like, man, that's great, you know, but I'm like, I don't know if I could do all that, <laughs> yeah. like for sure. Because that's every week you're on a flight, even though it's not that long, it's one hour, but yeah. still, you got to go to the airport, you got to And it's pack, such a disruption, you, gotta, yeah. you know, it's a disruption to like normalcy <laughs> yeah. of like, okay, I'm settled, I'm doing this, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I like, I like traveling, but the, the worst part is the, is actually the flight, like especially if it's a long flight, like yeah. last year I went to Fiji. And that's a 10 hour flight. Oh my God. And 
I mean, you you hopefully get some sleep. That's that's what you pray for. It's like, <laughs> I, mean, I just want to be tired enough so I could sleep like eight hours so yeah. that it's a two-hour flight instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the furthest flight I've taken is probably like Spain. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long. I think it was like seven hours or something like that. Probably a little bit more. Uh, from oh, LA. no, it was like 14. It, yeah. was, it was actually pretty long. Yeah, a long flight. <laughs> but there might have been a stop yeah. somewhere. I, yeah, I can't even remember. It was so long ago. Uh, but... Yeah, those flights, they just get you, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think people should even be, like, <laughs> flying. Like, that. like yeah. we just created this, you know, um, device or, like, you know, we created this um, this transportation to just be in the air. It, it's actually crazy. crazy. It the, is crazy. It's the same. I, I think about it all the time. I'm, there's been so much advancement in technology recently that it's, like, insane to think about because, like, like the iPhone came out, you know, and it's like a touchscreen device. But like when you break it down, like it's a lot of minerals and rock, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just different elements that went into it. Exactly. Yeah. And how did like who came up with this idea <laughs> yeah. to make this thing that I can talk on the phone with someone across the world? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's and actually, not even just talk. You could like FaceTime, FaceTime them across the world. <laughs> yeah. It's actually crazy. <clears throat> And, yeah. and what made us jump like from that like 1960s, 70s <laughs> yeah. to like right now, like 50 years later, like. Uh, yeah. What, where did that take place? Like what, what idea yeah, led so to that? I, things like that. Like I swear I'm like there had to be some type of like uh, involvement <laughs> intervention. of like intervention. <laughs> yeah. Someone had to come in and be like, all right, you guys are ready for this. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. And I think we've become so uh not like kind of desensitized. Like we think that's normal. Like yeah. that the increase in technology, like now it's a normal thing, but for hundreds of years, it was never like exactly. this. Exactly. It was never exponential growth in technology. It was just, Oh, then now people ride horses and that's what they've done this whole yeah. time. And now that the cars are now, you know, constantly getting better. Yeah. It's not just the same car over and over again. It's just improvement electric cars how can we get the the speed to be uh, or how can we get it to be faster how can we get it to be more efficient than mm -hmm. it already is mm -hmm. all this advancement over a very short amount of time yeah it's it's insane when i think about the technology though it's it's actually yeah. like well i mean as far as like the moon landing like i don't i don't think <laughs> that even happened like i don't know like i i think it could have happened but at the same time you I'm don't like, believe it I'm like, don't. I, don't, I don't believe in the moon landing <laughs> like like if we're barely like if elon musk and his like private company is trying to get there to the moon like yeah and he's doing all these like tests like i mean shouldn't them technically the information is not out there how to do it but like Come on, like there's no way we <laughs> Neil Armstrong's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, hot take, hot take, hot take. I don't even think that's a hot take. I think a lot of people have that idea of like we I don't, never I'm landed. not saying that they didn't do it, but maybe it maybe it's a possibility that they yeah. didn't do it. I'm not like completely sold either, but I I do believe like what happened during that time, the sixties, it was it was the whole country was gathered together to make that vision come to life. Because yeah. if you listen to uh, JFK's speech mm -hmm. at Rice University, he talked about it. And at that time, they were trying to recruit as many like scientific minds as possible to get to the moon. Like it, JFK made like a, a proclamation that in 10 years, in a decade, we'll go to the moon. And, I, and they supposedly did it in eight, you know? So, I mean, that's... 
that's yeah. amazing yeah. <laughs> if, it <happened. laughs> if it happened. Yeah. But I get that. Like everyone's working towards that one common goal. Yeah. You know, and you don't think like, oh, in the sixties, I don't know, like we had fucking black and white TVs, how'd they get to the moon? Yeah, right? yeah like, exactly. But maybe they did. Yeah, I, I think they did, but, uh, to all the to, to people that don't think they did, I, I think it's, it's, you can't be completely sold on either one. Yeah, idea, exactly. Right? It's kind of like, okay, like it's one or the other, yeah. you know, I think today there's so many conspiracy theories like running around that it's hard yeah. to like okay, which one's like outlandish, like the yeah. flat earth? Like <laughs> that, okay. was, that was like a few years ago when people were like flat earth. Yeah, and then, Kyrie was like yeah, promoting yeah. the flat earth group or whatever. And I'm and like- People like people did experiments. I saw a video and the guy disproved his own theory. Like he, uh, I think he shot something. Like a laser? Like a, yeah, something and it. it should be lower, right? If, if the earth is round, there would be like some curvature and, and it, it was lower and he's like, Wait, that doesn't add up. <laughs> like it's supposed to be exactly the same height because yeah, it's yeah, flat. Yeah, because it's flat. <laughs> He's like, hold on, this didn't work out the yeah. way I was. Uh, I don't know that that's that stuff like that. Like it's it's great um, that we have like this. We can we know about all this because of like social media, yeah. because of like videos, and we can we access technology. Like yeah. before, it was like, well, no one knew what anyone else in the world was doing, really, exactly, except for like newspapers or yeah, something. That's like that's all you had was the information written by journalists, mm-hmm. and you didn't get any personal experiences. Yeah, like personal, like random videos of people. You know, yeah. you don't get even that. languages you don't understand, and you're just like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't even know what country that's in, but that's crazy that that happened. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's it's a beneficial in the aspect of like gaining knowledge about like everything. You know, yeah, as is. far as like school or like work or you know learning a trade. Um, and even like in the gym, like lifting and stuff. Like I would not have probably done as well as I'm doing <laughs> as far as lifting if it wasn't for having that information yeah. like at my fingertips. The knowledge exactly. of all the, the videos. And yeah, exactly. Like influencers, like you were saying, like Bradley Martin and stuff like that. Like people like like Brian Shaw <laughs> even showing like videos of like their workouts and stuff. Yeah. And, and so it's pretty cool. Or like Arnold. Yeah. Like that's like, that's like my top. Arnold's like <laughs> the my number top one. number yeah. one. Yeah. Like even though he didn't really show like a lot of his like workouts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like just his like drive to get people in the gym. And yeah, like his passion is still there. Like yeah. At, even at his age, it's still like he still goes to the gym and still works out, still has that drive and tenacity to go after it. And even after all these years, even though he's not competing, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, for sure. Like he's he goes to Gold's Gym in in Venice. Yeah, in Venice. Still. So I went out there, right, and and we didn't see him. Like I guess we had just missed him. Oh, really? But um, we seen like another guy that trains there with him. Um, and he's like, man, I was lifting two hundred pound dumbbells, and he was like, man, he's like. I wish Arnold was here to see this. <laughs> yeah. He'd be going crazy right now. He's like, man, he's like only people like Ronnie Coleman and like Arnold and like some other like select few yeah. of like bodybuilders have ever done that. Have ever like done that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, that's insane. Like just hearing that. And the guy was like an old time manager of like that Gold's Gym in Venice. He was like, I had those weights made like for those, those, you know, heavy big build bodybuilders. You know what I'm Damn. saying? And he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I love seeing them use like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Damn. I just got like, man, like I'm talking to a dude who ordered these things to come to this gym. Like this crazy. Yeah. The manager there. Oh, damn. That's fucking crazy. 
Let's see how long we've been going, yeah. bro. This is <laughs> fucking... We're, we're at like two hours here. Swear. <laughs> <laughs> two hours. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> I could talk. I could talk for fucking, for fucking long time. Yeah. There. I think... Oh, let's see. We should wrap it up. And it's getting close to like right. 435. Right. But... Uh, Dude, it was fun having you here, yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. This like, this was so much fun. I, we talked about it a lot, and I'm I'm glad I was able to like learn more about your story. Yeah, and see all, everything that you've put into this, and see how much more that you want to go towards. Yeah, right. And uh, good luck on on that competition the in, in competition, six yep. weeks, right? Yep. In yeah, July, that, I'm going to Vegas. It's gonna be fun. Is it, is it gonna be live streamed? It's it might be live might streamed. Be live yeah. streamed. I'll go okay. ahead and like get it to you and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll definitely watch it. All right, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it. It was fun. Um, like I said, like I'm just gonna keep at it. You know, yeah. that's, that's the only thing you can do, especially really? with the with you know content creation. Like you know, you keep at it. This is yeah. just great. Like I had a great time. You know, um, and then I'm gonna keep at you know trying to get people more influence in the gym and like just like inspire little, others. Yeah. Inspire others. Yeah, but I love seeing those comments of like, man, like this was super like helpful like i'm going to the gym now like you just dude, lit a fire under me yeah dude that's that's the best right there is when you could impact other people and they have the same they could get a passion for themselves yep. and when you do that you don't realize that it, it creates like a chain reaction now like now yeah. that person is in a place where they could help somebody else mm -hmm. and it's just a never-ending uh, growth chain of yeah. different people being impacted and you can do it to people of all walks of life too like i have like a lot of older like men, like they're like fifties or forties and they're like, bro, like you're insane. I'm like, yeah, well, you're older. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, uh, you're getting inspired by me. Like, that's great. You yeah. know, like, and they're like coaches too. And yeah, so you never know who, who's going to be inspired by your actions or your ideas. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. I mean, uh, yeah, just, it is great. I'm happy for you, man. For sure. I appreciate it. And Thank I, thanks you. for having me on here, bro. It was, anytime, it was, it was bro. Fun. Anytime. For sure. And hope everybody listening, watching, enjoyed it as well. I appreciate all you. Peace.